Welcome to Guys We Fucked. <laughs> guys We Fucked. Guys We Fucked. I'm Christina. I'm Corinne. We're sorry, sorry about, about last, last night. night. The anti slut shaming podcast. <laughs> I never stop. <laughs> Hey, fuckers, welcome to another episode of Guys We Fucked. It's the anti-slut-shaming podcast. I am Corinne. I am Christina. And we're signed with CAA, bitch. Yes. Oh, it feels so good. It, for all of you non-entertainment industry people, you're yeah. like, is that like a team or something? I mean, it's like, like is that the team? Canadian AA? I'm like, what? No, it's not. Catholic Anonymous Alcoholics? <laughs> um, no, it's a talent agency and it's a really big deal and we're fucking excited. I always tell people, just think of Entourage. It's like the place Ari worked, but better. <laughs> yeah. When I told my mom, she was like, oh, what does that mean? I'm like, well, it just means like all that. Basically, every, most movie stars you know yeah. are repped by them. Yeah. And she goes, is Ellen DeGeneres repped by them? Because she loves Ellen. Probably. She fucking loves Ellen. And I was like, you know what? Probably, Mom. She goes, oh, no, that's amazing. That's so and funny. And then she goes, honey, Ellen's repped by the same people as Christina. And I was like, well, I didn't confirm it. So, but you just go ahead and, and think that. And we still didn't confirm yeah, it. Yeah, fuck it. But just like people of the Ellen DeGeneres caliber. Exactly. And I wanted to communicate the weight, the what this really means for right. us. But she doesn't get the the entertainment industry. I'm just so thinking I'm like, about that because, like, I I know when I signed up to be a stand-up comedian, uh, I wanted to start really strong, like Ellen, with great specials, and then just slowly dip into dancing on a morning talk show. Yeah, afternoon. Oh, it's afternoon. It's afternoon, now. baby. I'm sorry, afternoon. I don't know if that's worse or Move better. Over Oprah. I'm not even sure. It's actually a pretty good song show. No, when I'm sick, oh. it's good. Oh. She dances and invites kids on to that say funny, crazy things. Be my nightmare. <laughs> Um, guys, tonight, Friday, November 20th, what are you doing? I know what you're doing. Come to my show, god damn it. Um, tickets are close to selling out, so make sure you get a ticket online first. Um, because they're really cheap. They're only eight bucks if you get it online. It's Glamour Puss. Doors are at 7 p.m. The show starts at 7:30 sharp at Zinc Bar, 82 West 3rd Street in the West Village, co-hosted by myself and Wendy Starling. We have an amazing lineup for you. Um, yeah, it's gonna be a good night. So come out to that. And then on Saturday, tomorrow, that's the day after today, uh, it's Nacho Bitches. It's November 21st. 11 30 p.m we're doing a saturday nacho bitches this month uh you know just so you can take a train take a bus take an airplane hire some friends it's gonna get crazy it's blair saki and i it's at new york comedy club tickets are ten dollars use code nacho to get that discount code gonna be crazy then the following night because i'm not good at scheduling my calendar uh 8 p.m the comedian project happens on a sunday why because i it's don't the know it's day because Fuck it's it. fun uh it's at the standing room in long island city yes it's queens it's one fucking stop outside of Times square you can do it uh and that is at uh eight o'clock tickets are only five dollars with the code sex katie hannigan and i host that and it's no jokes about sex relationships pussies periods you know it's like it's what, a fun well, show to we're do. just gonna sit in silence <laughs> yeah i remember i did a joke where i couldn't say my boyfriend so i said the man who regularly puts his genitals inside and we're like me. that's worse christina and then we rang a bell <laughs> i know and i was like that was at least creative a little bit just a little please but it's fun this episode is brought to you by pop rages 
Wow. I made, see, you can have that jingle for free, Pop Rages. That was, I'm, well, guys, I hope you had an audio recorder. Pop Rages. That's only two times, only two times I'm doing that. Um, Pop Rages is an LA based clothing company. Everything is made in LA. You can find it at popragious.com. That's P O P R A G E O U S dot com. They have the bombest leggings and dresses and shirts in the universe. I wear them all the time. Mm-hmm. We have our own anti slut shaming leggings and crop tops if you want them buy them. Well, because we finally met everyone behind Pop Rages when we were in Los Angeles. Yeah. Hi, and Sharon and Alex. Hey. And then Sharon brought us two little bags. Little bags. They had. It's for the bag shear. Their pop, their new pop active line, which is like their yoga leggings. Dude. And I toured the Doc Johnson dildo factory in yeah, those yoga you've leggings. You've seen them. That picture where Christina's crotch is open. Yeah, I'm spreading eagle on the pussy molding table. They gave Christina cat leggings and then they gave me octopus like tentacle leggings. Yeah, but they're yoga pants. The yoga leggings. Yeah. Anyway, they're fucking comfy. leggings. Yeah. You can have that you one too, Pop Look at the great service this we're doing for you. It's amazing. They're great and they, I feel like they would hold in farts, which is important during yoga. Oh, they did. And they make your butt look nice. They do. Also They're important so during yoga, even though you're probably only going to meet a gay man. Well, yoga makes me kind of horny anyway, so it's like I'd rather have like a nice silky cloth against my body. Yoga makes you horny? Kind of, yeah. Hmm. Because it's just like it makes me fucking cry. Oh, that's the opposite of horny. Yoga is very, it makes me very emotional. (laughs) I get that. I did that when I did kickboxing. (sighs) I let a lot of anger out and I started hyperventilating. Well, that that makes sense because your your most intense uh, emotion is anger and mine is sad. (laughs) (laughs) So I get horny doing yoga. You get sad. You probably get real horny kickboxing. Well, that's why your release. Yeah. Yeah. No, that would be fun for me. All right. Um, so yeah, and also every th- their leggings and their dresses are on sale. All their leggings were eighty bucks. Now they're sixty five bucks. Oh, happy holidays to you! Yeah, motherfuckers, it's and amazing. Oh, they have the best holiday collection. I love the burgundy velvet leggings because like you can wear them during the holidays during a party, but you can also wear them year round. Right, and they're the kind of it's burgundy, so it's like this can pass as red for a holiday party, but also it's not the kind of red that you can only wear during the holidays. Exactly. Thanks for covering that. And then if you're a first time purchase. Register on popragious.com. Enter code GWF20, GWF2O, for 20% off your first purchase. It's great. Everyone in your family should get these for the holidays. (laughs) Even your brother. I don't care if you are celebrating Diwali. I know that passed. Well, (laughs) happy belated. (laughs) Um, And also, forgot to mention last episode, uh, Skirt, car rental, in L.A., coming to San Fran and NY soon. They also offer um, delivery. They'll deliver your rental car for you for no extra charge. That's, like, the most exciting thing about it, and I totally forgot to mention it. It's like the seamless of car delivery. Yeah, that's amazing. So uh, You can have that, Skirt. (laughs) We are just We're cranking out away the gems. The gems. Um, yeah. So if you download, go to skirtapp.com, download the app, um, and uh, have a car delivered to you. Or a cute boy will pick you up at the airport. It might not be a cute boy, but like two out of two for us, it was a cute boy. <laughs> Oh boy. And uh, just because we're in the giving mood, uh, approaching Thanksgiving, we're just doing free ads yeah, now. Exactly. Uh, you guys might remember from many episodes ago a gentleman named Mike Racine. Sure. Oh, yeah. He called me a pig at a show. That and I was really mad at him. I booked him on. No problem. We're just going to give you a free ad that most people pay lots of money for. <laughs> That's the guys we fucked away. Uh, so, no, Mike Racine, n- not a great human, great comic, though. Piece of shit, but really funny. <laughs> 
He has his album coming out today. It's called Union Delegate. You can get it on iTunes. In all honesty, um, it, he's so funny. And dude, I was there for the yeah. taping. It's really good. And I think album. if there's anything we can do besides make you more open about sex, it's uh, open you up to awesome comedians that you might not know about. So I highly recommend purchasing that. Uh, I'm sure it's not very expensive. And uh, it's probably like 50 bucks. It's, no, it's probably like $10 or yeah. $15. And uh, listen to some great comedy. And then go back to the episode that he's on and you can get his actual phone number because he was a dumbass and gave it out. And then you can text Fucking him and tell idiot. him what jokes you like, what oh, jokes yeah. you don't like. Please. Go Send yeah. him a review. Yeah, he gave out a text. Actual cell phone number, guys. So go back and listen to Mike Racine's <laughs> episode and just text him threatening and non threatening things. I mean, sure, it might be grounds for. Yeah, going but to you jail. must buy the album if you're going to send a exactly. threat. Exactly. How you doing? Uh, I'm great. Wow. That's it, huh? You're great. Yeah. I mean, it's not my CAA. I can't really complain. Yeah, isn't that cool? That would be kind of uh, the worst. <laughs> I always want to look up their other clients and name them off to my mom so she'll like be more proud of me. Yeah. My dad was excited without any other information. And I was like, wow. That's great. You, you're, he knows how to use Google. <laughs> <laughs> See, well, I'm actually glad my parents don't. Still don't know what the podcast is called. No one tell them, please. <laughs> if you see them or if you know them. Please don't tell my parents what my podcast is called. That's so funny. Maybe they do and they just are cool with it and didn't tell me. Right. That'd be the best. Yeah. That'd be the best Christmas present I can ever ask for. <laughs> I don't know. Remember, this is a podcast about being open and honest, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's read some. You want to read some email? Yes. I'll read this email. It, it The subject line of this email, and if you want to email us... It's your tough. problems or praises or criticisms because you do that too uh sorry about last night's show at gmail.com uh this subject line is how to prove sexual assault hey corinne and christina i'm a new listener i fell in love and have been binge uh listening to your podcast since discovering it i just finished listening to the episode with tim dylan and was shocked to learn that gay men get a thrill from getting with straight guys it really hit home because my boyfriend recently got sexually assaulted by his gay boss at work this man locked himself in the bathroom with my boyfriend then forcefully pulled down his pants and started touching him my boyfriend fought back but he explains that he was in such shock that he didn't feel like he was in control of his his own body anymore he could only hold his man's head back to prevent him from putting his mouth on his dick after this man comes from touching himself he throws a wad of cash at my boyfriend and calls him gay it's like a movie scene <sighs> but like a quentin tarantino movie <laughs> she's like suck your dick you're gay here's money bye it's called projecting i believe yeah uh before this even happened though this dirty man got a hold of my boyfriend's cell phone and went through our private videos he even recorded a copy with his own cell phone camera my boyfriend has been feeling very uncomfortable and even anxious about going to work but he doesn't want to file a report with the police he says things like it's embarrassing or i don't want to go through the trouble of an investigation and nobody's gonna believe me anyway it makes me furious because that sounds awfully familiar to what a girl would say after getting raped how could we go about this matter i think it's very a very serious crime was committed and this man needs to lose his position and face the consequences i'm also afraid he's going to keep doing shit like this to um to other straight men how do these police investigations work how can my boyfriend prove that he was sexually assaulted we appreciate your advice even if you choose not to read this email but we did so here's right. some advice i mean dear god yes well that one. fucking so i'm so sorry 
person's boyfriend that fucking well also where the fuck do you work that you're still working there unless it's google say bye-bye bitch yeah but the thing is i i'm glad that she brought this up because i didn't want to be like well girl that's how chicks react and i was i always wondered you know so many people women i know react that way towards sexual assault they think no one's gonna believe me i'm too embarrassed Mm -hmm. all the things that this guy said Mm -hmm. and i'm like is that a chick thing or is that a, a person who was traumatized because they were sexually assaulted thing no i think in the case of women women always think that they somehow did something wrong because that's what we've been uh trained to believe by society that our skirt was too short or we were in somehow asking for it we were flirting we looked we at were somebody. wearing a shirt that was like rape me please we made eye contact with another person who is not the same gender well, don't as, do you know, that. something crazy like that that's fucking slutty corinne yeah and in this instance i think it's you know if this guy is not a homosexual as he seems not to be since he has a girlfriend the person's girlfriend yeah and his boss is gay and he so he now has had a gay sexual encounter which there's nothing wrong with that except for if you're not gay then you're like oh well this is not appealing to me right it could be weird and i feel weird now because this is not something i like yeah i can't imagine i can imagine a guy feeling weird too about a a female sexually assaulting him and then feeling like well no one's gonna fucking believe me anyway i feel like because it's it's lose lose that's also weird if you were like this isn't a girl that i wanted to have sex with but she made me have sex with her and that's weird and i don't feel good about that absolutely anytime Um, you're doing something sexual that you don't want to be doing that's not that's assault that's not brother sister friends countrymen yeah and especially if you feel uncomfortable to go to your fucking place of work i'm guessing that you're probably not like a cashier at 7-eleven something that you could easily quit and get a new thing like this is probably your career this is probably something like you like doing uh yeah tell hr a guy needs to get fired and you got a one up dude you're a guy i think a guy has a bigger chance of getting their sexual assault claim taken more seriously than a woman play the clip of this podcast and then everyone's gonna believe you (laughs) and then we're gonna come back next week and be like oh well told you men have found yet another thing to outdo us in can we have one thing even men are the best at saying they got sexually assaulted even though it happens way less so you won again men <sighs> no but seriously that that's oh god i'm sorry that happened tell hr and as your girlfriend mentioned if not for yourself if you can just put your compartmentalize your embarrassment for a second because number one you have there's no reason you should feel you embarrassed. didn't do anything you, you were didn't assaulted. do anything embarrassing uh that guy your boss did something super embarrassing Yo, your boss is and fucking weird. crazy he needs to get fired he needs to get mental help and uh yeah i think just so that he doesn't do that to somebody else uh, that's what i was gonna say think of it in your head is it all of your hesitancies Be about a yeah exactly he's what if he's doing this to another person who feels the exact same way as you fuck that shit tell hr yeah fuck that shit speak the fuck up yeah it, it just even the in the most like masculine way it's just a super shitty power move so fuck that guy everything about that shit don't i mean don't fuck that guy. don't fuck him I'm god sure he, he really wants to fuck you though if you fucked him oh man he wants to fuck you yeah and you don't know what he has on his computer like his computer also needs to be taken away because now he has private videos of you and your oh, girlfriend dude, yeah if he has videos like, he, tell- he needs he needs he needs a little raid. Wait, that's what they in should do. Lay apartment. Look at look at his uh, iCloud or his fucking phone. Yeah, and fucking look at for the video. Yeah. Oh, there's proof. Yeah. We just solved the fucking case. Yep. Uh, now we're gonna drive away in Zoinks. the Scooby. I was gonna say we're gonna the mystery mobile. Yeah. Page. Absolutely. Oh God. We're also that's just the only mystery knowledge that we have. <laughs> that, oh yeah. I don't. That in X Files is about my police knowledge and murder. She wrote. Oh, I I'm not really big on that. Me either, but. I just know it existed. <laughs> Special victims unit. Uh, all right. Now I have another email and let me see if it's still up after 
our little technical difficulties. Okay, great. So this uh, email is entitled, Help Me Understand My Sexuality. Hey, ladies, obviously, I'm a big fan of the podcast. Uh, Y'all are awesome, and I love how you are changing views about sexuality. My 45-minute commute is blah, 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 blah. We're so great. We're so great. We're just Um, the best. (laughs) I am a young white male living in the Deep South. I am having a difficult time understanding my sexuality. I am an attractive guy. I hear it all the time. I could sleep with most girls if I put it in the effort. I would like to think, but maybe I'm just being a cocky son of a bitch. Oh, I love that saying. Hey, if you're hot, you're hot. (laughs) <laughs> However, right now, the only thing I am showing interest in is Craigslist hookups with other men, not relationships with men. It is strictly sexual in nature and have no emotional attachment to other men. With women, I am still attracted to them physically and emotionally. I don't want to do anything emotional with anyone. I strictly want to have sex with men and women. I am not sleeping with women right now, not because I have no desire, but because I am terrified they will somehow find out when they are at my my house i have nothing hidden out in the open but if they get on my phone or laptop they will find some stuff leading to this well okay that's another story uh being born and raised in the deep south i have certain stereotypes placed in my head about gay homosexual relationships and feel a tremendous amount of guilt for being interested in men physically but when i get horny all bets are off and i'll do it anyways (laughs) amen uh your podcast (laughs) has helped me tremendously uh knowing that there are other people having a difficult time with sexuality and not everything is as black and white as it seems i continue to push this down and don't want to talk about it with anyone due to shame and guilt and it is really coming back to haunt me i walk around all day feeling like everyone knows and they are going to belittle me for it the people i hang out with toss the homophobic sayings and jokes all day and while i'm the first to admit they can be funny sometimes i can internalize it and feel like they're talking about me i'm just not sure what to do i have a great job and great family where i live but i'm feeling it is time for a change i am not great at I'm making friends, but really just feel the desire to escape to somewhere where I will be accepted for who I am, even though no one knows who I really am. I'll find myself uh, trying to put a label on my sexuality, and I know I'm not gay. I know I'm not 100% straight. I want emotional and physical connection with a woman down the road, only physical right now, in parentheses, uh, but strictly physical with men. I am terrified my physical attraction to men will change into emotional at one point down the road. I think I'm pretty convinced I'm not going to grow out of this phase. I am just not sure how to deal with it questions is it wrong for me to try to put a label on my sexuality do i need to tell people do you hear a lot of guys who have sexual tendencies like this any thoughts slash opinions on what to do next or go from here thanks ladies y'all are awesome keep kicking ass much love pps ps don't use my name pps it took me three days to write this whole email out i got so emotionally exhausted thinking about it i had to shove off the computer please 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 help me out here okay so many thoughts yeah this uh i found this email very interesting as i was in cozy this afternoon um no but i i I, this one really struck a chord with me because i think this is a lot more common uh then we know there's a lot of people and i think especially men uh struggling with uh like coming out not that you're gay or straight but just you're like bisexual or, by the way i'm not sure that you think is. gay i mean yeah. either way 
just you are what you are exactly it's, and if i mean you still want to fuck women and men then fuck women and men yeah your first question in this email was uh, in the list of questions you asked uh was do i need to put a label on my sexuality absolutely not it doesn't matter i think it's i actually think it's so weird that people have to come out as as gay as we've addressed many times before and comedians have said you know you don't have to come out as straight it's just like people assume you're straight until you say something else yeah um so so no, of course you don't have to put a label on your sexuality. You do whatever the fuck you want to do. It's your sexual life. It's not really, I, I, it's not really a public discussion. Yeah. I don't understand why you have to tell people who you're fucking. It's not no. necessary. But if you have a woman, what was the second question? Something about, do you think a woman would be? Well, the second to- question was, like, do I need to tell people? So no. And then do you hear a lot of guys who have sexual tendencies yes. like this? Yeah. I mean, absolutely. I think, uh, especially men who have grown up in like a straight culture have a lot of problems coming to the to terms with the fact that they are attracted to men sexually or otherwise so you already addressed that you're sexually attracted to men and you go just from reading this email you go you say in this email a lot of times that like it's just sexual it's not emotional almost like you're defending yourself i Mm -hmm. think i think that you're probably gay and i don't think that there's anything wrong with that i actually don't think you're necessarily gay i think it might i don't know if it's going to develop into that or not either way who cares it is what it is it doesn't matter but a lot of people are uh who identify as bisexual are only attracted to one gender strictly sexually and the other gender strictly emotionally so like a lot of women say i want to fuck women i'm i'm really attracted to women but i can only be in a relationship with a man right so that's a type of bisexual Right. And that m- might exactly be what you are. Either way, uh, you don't have to put a label on it. But at the same time, if I met a guy and we vibed and I was sexually attracted to him and he told me he was bi, honestly, the first thought is, holy shit, I could have a threesome with two dudes. Right. That sounds dope. Yeah. I don't ca- That doesn't turn me off at all at all yeah and i think that's it's just it also goes like turns me on with where you live you know you live in the deep south i mean the thoughts of that new yorkers have when you have like when you say deep south is honestly terrifying yeah uh and i'm sure we could be schooled on that uh i mean i lived in well I lived in the t- sort of deep south. Yeah, you lived in right. Virginia. I mean, I'm, th- I'm thinking like Alabama. Yeah. Like the tip. Yeah. <laughs> I lived in the lighter south. Right. Yeah. And so and it's, so it's just like, I don't know. A lot of my gay friends, are, my gay male friends, are, uh, are attracted to women like aesthetically. As I think aesthetically women are beautiful, but as I mentioned before, not sexually attracted to them at all. And I know a lot of my uh, my gay male friends who have had sex with women and enjoyed it and gotten an erection, not by thinking of another man in their head. Like, I've talked to them about it, but they're still gay. Like, it's it seems like you just need to really explore it a little bit more because you're obviously fighting off part of it Yeah, now. and you could be having such great sex with I mean it sounds like you're having good sex with guys on Craigslist or you're having right. this Craigslist. just but like careful with that because yeah, Craigslist is a fucking nightmare do fucking grinder like be out and right I'm not sure it. how hot grinder is in the in the deep oh, south that's true maybe it's super maybe hot you know what maybe it's so the hidden. hottest because everyone's so repressed that mm-hmm. when they finally get in a room with another fucking hot muscly man they just have fucking hot muscly man yeah. sex oh I actually well, do I watched it. this documentary that was like a little about like a little gay bar in the middle of kind of nowhere and that was the only gay bar so I think there's a, there can be really 
interesting gay scenes in we places where there's not a big one. Remember yeah. when we were in Illinois? There's was- a gay scene everywhere. And I know what you mean about feeling like, oh, I just want to go someplace where I'm going to be accepted. And, you know, not everyone, you don't have to like break the color barrier, barrier metaphorically speaking, with like, uh, by being like the first person to come out in your community and like, but you know, someone needs to do it and maybe, maybe it would be nice. Like, I think too often people are different than the people around them and then just kind of escape to be with people that are like them and they think that's going to be the answer to all their problems. And I don't, I'm very against escaping, especially if it's just because of one thing, like sexuality, that really no one, it's no one else's fucking business anyway. Um, so if you love your family and you love your job, uh, maybe just be like, you know what? I'm going to start living a life where I have sex with men and women and your family doesn't fucking need to know, but you don't, need, don't feel like you have to hide it. Yeah, I know. It just, that's a, that's it's, a, it, but that's it a fine line terrible. of don't, you don't have to advertise it, but also you don't have to hide it. So if you're on a date yeah. with a guy and you want to hold his hand, fucking hold his hand. And if someone's like, oh, you faggot, fuck them. Right. And it doesn't seem like you want to be holding men's hands. It doesn't seem like you want to be holding anyone's hands right now. <laughs> Except your own. Yeah. So have sex. And I mean, number one, like if girls are coming over your apartment and you're like afraid that they're gonna look at your computer number one no one should be looking at your computer yeah she a psycho like the first thing she's like oh thanks somebody use your bathroom where's this computer yeah unless it's like don't date that girl even a girlfriend shouldn't really be like accessing your computer unless you've made an agreement that this is a shared computer now unless she opens up the laptop and there's a fucking picture of an oiled up hottie as your background it's like well okay she's gonna say it browser like if you know someone's coming over close your browser for the (laughs) love Jesus Christ. That goes for anyone. I anytime. know. Some people. Close man. your fucking browser. Just read. Re- just delete your browser history, people. Yeah. yeah. People need to. People are lazy. You're very. You're very. I mean, like, you should never just. Like, and also, like, are you, like, watching porn? And then you're like, oh, look at the time. I got to go Dude, to work. When I worked at the <laughs> Apple. Out the door. When I worked at the Apple store. When I worked at the Genius Bar. Fucking motherfuckers would come up and just open their laptop and be like, why isn't it working? And there's yeah. 12 porn windows on there. I'm like, could you fucking. Yeah. Close all that shit out. Yeah. I whatever you're into, you're into. I don't give a fuck. I don't want to know. Yeah. Close the shit out. Refreck. Delete the browser history. Yeah. But it's not, yeah. Fucking have sex with who you want to have sex with. There's nothing shameful about being a man wanting to fuck a man. Right. And maybe you're all. gay and maybe you're bisexual. And, and either way, it doesn't matter. You like having sex with men. You like having sex with women. And maybe God right is now. real. Maybe he's fake. Who knows? <laughs> maybe that'll change. Uh, and just, but just don't like, don't let the shame of your upbringing weigh upon you and not let you enjoy your life. That's like yeah. the whole message of this entire fucking podcast. Yeah. So just don't do that. Live your own life. Yeah. Baby. And it's yeah, it's going to be super scary and you're going to feel nervous. And maybe people that once thought of you in one way are going to think of you in a different way. But just know, like, that's their problem. That's not your problem. And the good ones will get over it. Yeah. Because right now your problem is worrying about what everyone else thinks. And that's not a problem that anyone should have ever. Fuck those people. <laughs> yeah. Fuck them. Fuck them good. Speaking of fucking good, no, that's uh, not yeah. a, we, Our guest <laughs> has not had, we have not had any type of penetration Mm-mm. with the guest on this week's podcast, but he's a very special guest. Very special guest. This is uh, one of my best friends in the entire world, uh, someone who I share a super, super deep connection with. And I've mentioned him uh, several times before. And I'm so excited that he is finally going to be a guest on this week's podcast. We stayed with him in Los Angeles and we had 
probably the hardest I've ever lapped <laughs> in my entire life. I smoked his California weed. Corinne ate in and out. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I ate a lunch. Did I eat a lunch? I ate a lunchable while we were recording. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Sorry. You ate, and you ate some in and out fries and then said oh, they, they were, they were horrible. No, but the night before <laughs> we recorded the podcast episode, we were just kind of talking about shit. And this person is also a comedian. He's very funny. And we had one of those conversations where... I my abs hurt so hard from laughing. I was I felt like my eyeballs were gonna pop out of my head. I was laughing so hard. Right. It was the one of the honestly, it was one of the most beautiful like moments of my life. I love those moments where I'm laughing so hard that I can't breathe. That's the, the happiest. Please give it up for Jonesy. You can get it if you really want. You can get it if you really want. You can get it if you really want, but you must try. Try and try, try and try. You'll succeed at last. Smoke that hookah. Mm-hmm. So we got watermelon hookah, a lunchable, kettle cooked mesquite chips, deck of cards, Diet Coke, Jonesy's apartment. It's just a normal, normal day. At Jonesy's apartment. We're here in Los Angeles. We were calling every place Los Angeles. I know areas are called different things, but every place is Los Angeles to us in California. Hi, Jonesy. How Hi. you doing? I'm doing so good. I'm so happy that you're here, and I'm so sad that you're leaving tomorrow. Okay. Um, well, let's have fun on this. Let's have as much fun as we had last night. Oh my God, last night was we so good. Crying. We might play some crying. clips from that. We might insert. Yeah, because that's probably going to be better. Yeah. <laughs> we're talking in normal volume because it sounds yeah. like you guys are. Mold my Whispering. throat. Oh yeah, that's right. I should have asked you to make me tea. It's okay. That's you fine. wanted tea? I could have made you some tea. Yeah. Well, I got some crazy ass Chinese we've tea already that would st- well, blow your fucking. Well, I already mind. pressed the red button we've on already this thing, started, so. so we're just gonna diet coke um, through this. All right, that's fine. I got a tea though that's got the highest content <laughs> of antioxidants. Guy, this isn't teas we've drank, <laughs> so please stop talking about that. <laughs> Snickers we've eaten. We're Snickers already we've off smoked. topic. I'm already stressed out. I've opened the Snickers. This. This was an emergency Snickers. We're about we're about forty five seconds in, and I've already needed to open. <laughs> I'm already stressed out. Why are you stressed out? Because <clears throat> you seem unfocused. Oh, I'm always unfocused. You know me. <laughs> was I focused last night? Mm, kind of. Was, was I focused last night? That I mean, sounds. That sounds like we good. fucked. We didn't though. Yeah. I did hear you fucking this morning though, so thank you for that. I wasn't fucking this morning. Mm-hmm. That's I wasn't not what she said. That's not what she said. I promise you, I was. I would tell you. Why would I not? Would you just keep moving the bed up and down? She just goes. Ah. Oh. I don't even know what that was. I was totally not doing. You that don't thing. even know what that was. I have no idea what that was. Really? Have you had sex since I have? come into this apartment no i have not is why that not? why that's not why it's because <laughs> my girlfriend is ill that's why and under the weather not feeling i've yeah. rarely been too ill to fuck yeah but you know. <laughs> i was like she has the flu not cancer <laughs> come on, <laughs> come on. Yeah, man she's sick and she's tired and i just don't want to you know throw the only time i will fuck is if i have diarrhea classic <laughs> I thought you were going to say the only time you won't fuck is when you have a, a, a brand new pizza on the bed. <laughs> you love, you're obsessed with, you're so in awe that she slept in a pizza box. <laughs> well, last me? night we were like, Jonesy, ask Corinne, 
you know, did you refrigerate it or did you leave it on the bed? And That's he important. said, leave it on the bed. And I was like, I believe in you, Corinne. I think you refrigerated it. And you're like, well, I've done both. So, <laughs> Do you have that on recording? Because that was such a I great moment. It was such an amazing moment. It was such a great moment. During this podcast, we're actually just going to yeah. talk about the, the, <laughs> the dinner yeah. thing that we were recorded yesterday. <laughs> the more funny conversation we had last night. Well, because I think it's a very good point, And it really tells more about someone's character. We've all taken a pizza to the bed brand new. It's what we have do we? when we're done eating the pizza. Do we take that box? the fridge or do we so my sleep with it right next to it curled up in the fetal position and leave the piece i think it? what i did shows that i that i am a loyal and loving person yeah and that i kept the pizza <laughs> in my bed with me because i cherish it that much sure and you didn't want your roommate to get dibs on it or anything like that. <laughs> oh she wouldn't have like if i keep bed. it in this bed no one else can get it <laughs> <laughs> well i mean maybe some mice <laughs> just the mice. no they're dead on the traps it's okay <laughs> I was like, anything to lure anything living into this bed. <laughs> and there's a few options. Oh, man. Anything living into this bed. <laughs> Do you have any uh, creatures in your apartment? Uh, just cockroaches. Oh. I like how you just cockroaches. <laughs> yeah, only cockroaches. No mice. And let me tell you something. And I tweeted about this recently, and no one responded. And I don't think people are appreciating my point here. I've seen, <laughs> I've seen. That, yeah, that's that's the problem. Right I've seen. Uh, listen, I've seen. I've been in Los Angeles like eight, nine months. I've seen more cockroaches in this amount of time than I saw in my entire ten years what? of New York City. They were dancing and on the sidewalks the, in New no, York City <laughs> there, on the side of walls. There's so many more here. So what? many more, Ew. and no one's talking about it. It's <laughs> well, I think it's time that someone brings awareness. Yeah, and well, that I person tried. is you. I tried. So, and you know, my 450 Twitter followers need to step up their game. And when I put that out there, like, help a brother out, you know? Yeah. Well, Spread it's it. misleading, but yeah. <laughs> well, what do you want people to do? Just just get the conversation started with the cockroaches? I just, or sign, make a petition, dude. Okay. Every day, everyone vows to stomp on five cockroaches. What are we? What are we talking here? Do I need to pledge? Yeah, there should be a five cockroach minimum, and you know, do your part. You know, this is like jump rope for heart, but only we're killing cockroaches instead of you know raising money for right. hearts and things. Jump rope for heart? You didn't do that in your school? Hell no! I never did that. I thought this was like a this was like a education system wide thing in America. When you first said that, I thought you meant jump rope for the band heart. Yeah, I was like, that sounds annoying. Which I would do. Old. Which I would totally do. <laughs> what about yeah. love? That brings Don't us you to want the question. Uh, to cherish it with you. How old are you? Forty. Wow. I can't believe you said your real age. I have you, to. I'm so well, proud of you. Because you look like you're fucking 28. I know. Thank it's you. Very it's, weird. It's all the hookah I smoke. It keeps me. It keeps me young and vibrant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That hookah. <laughs> really. How did you and Corinne meet? We met. Here's a okay. Uh, cliff notes, but there's a twist to it. Um, Can I have some hookah? Oh, because <laughs> you just started pointing like manically, and I thought Jonesy needs to adjust the <laughs> microphone. She's like, no, I just want the, that hookah. <laughs> Try to get it in on that watermelon, son. <laughs> yeah, that's what's up. Hit that. Uh, we met on the set of a student film that she was PAing on when she was in SVA, this and we're was- using the, the 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 phrase or the word set very loosely. Very loosely. It's just a sidewalk. No, I mean, it was actually a, 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 a cockroach-infested apartment. Yeah. You did have a jib, though. It was pretty legit. A you jib. had a jib and a dolly. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, it was, a, it was a, uh, a short about uh, two gay uh, lovers. I was one of them. Mm-hmm. And um, I agreed to do it because there was How no... How forward of you. I agreed to do it because there was, no, was not going to be any physical... Uh, actions and in fact it so was Christina opposite. So Christina retract that. Yeah, Never yeah. mind. Yeah, so you <laughs> don't want to touch this. So, yeah, 
so I I agreed to do that, and he was kind of a weirdo, but I put up with it, and um, I had a great time. I met her. What was your first impression of Corinne? He has since died. He the the, he the other guy. Himself. Well, okay, what? He didn't, didn't he kill oh himself? man, he didn't directly kill himself. Like he didn't <laughs> put a he didn't tie a noose and hang it, but he killed himself. He over like dosed on pills and alcohol. Oh, that's mm-hmm. but oh, suicide, right. like a suicide um, one. In a depressed, is he like? Yeah, I'll just see what happens. In a suicidey thing. state. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um. All right. Yeah. Well, enough of that. Uh, what did <laughs> you think of Corinne when you met her? Yeah. I thought she was cute, really cute. Oh, oh thank you. Yeah. Like sexually, did. like did, did she make your I, peen tickle? Well, wait, 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 wait. Before we go any further or or take these compliments to heart too much, <laughs> I want to point out that my favorite thing about Jonesy is that anytime anyone with a vagina has ever entered a room, he's fallen she, in love. She keeps saying this to me it's completely untrue it's not He'd true like, the most beautiful woman in the That's world not, walked in that is and it's so like, not true. what did she look like Ikea. what she looked like it's she had true. a face you, man you and some hair this, and i completely disagree this is not true of course you, you disaggerate you exaggerate who, would admit, this. who would admit that about themselves <laughs> yeah but it's so not it's i'm telling you it's not true christine it's not true she's exaggerating this well you're not in love with me so here we go there we go there you go i'm not in love with you there's proof right yeah, but I'm sure if and she just walked like, into oh, this she's room, beautiful. you know. Granted, I mean, yeah, but. granted, you know, she's eating a lunchable and sipping on a Capri Sun like she's eight. But <laughs> like, oh, I'm keeping my inner child alive forever, and it's part of the reason why I love lunchables. Yeah, you should. Yes, I know they're bad for you. Yeah, they are bad. That's, That's not even the audience. Ham. I don't even know what that is. It's That's fake worse. turkey. It's fake turkey. It's furky. <laughs> <laughs> That's worse than spam, man. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> wow, you're a cool cat, Jonesy. <laughs> Thank you, man. <laughs> All right then. <laughs> Let's get some furky and some spam. <laughs> swing it, swing it. So you don't. Why, what makes you say he falls in love with everybody Just who like, walks I in the mean, room? Like the amount of times I've been with him, and he's. He's then like she's hot, she's hot. So what? Not like she, but you. No, no, no. <laughs> Who doesn't do that? If you just said she's I feel comfortable hot, with you. I'll say I would that feel she's like hot. I was I like with her. a normal straight man, but but you'll be like, oh, this girl. I don't. No, I don't do that. <laughs> she, she she moves she mountains has, in your I'm head. So much cooler than that. She has legs that make me yearn for Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> like, I, I I do have that kind of poetry are, like, in turkey me. Turkey legs. I do. Oh, but that's <laughs> not, I mean that doesn't turkey sound legs are hot. But whatever. I don't know. I do. So Roseanne. I do. But in the eighties. I do have that kind of poetry in me, but I'm not. Right. I, it doesn't come out like that. Like I'm all like, uh, you know, like a dog in heat. I'm way cooler than that. You know, it's this. more romantic. That's why she says you fall in love with him instead of just like your perv. Yeah. He'll be like, she she has such supple breasts, but it doesn't <laughs> no, sound like supple breasts sound like creepy when you say you're no. right. You're not creepy. You're definitely not. Cre- I mean, I, you, Corinne knows not you more than me, but and also, I, I you know, creep, you. creepy only really works with like unattractive people. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> if we're all gonna be honest yeah. about it. Hey, that's nice of you. I appreciate that. I'm very candid with you, about man. If you were ugly, whew, we wouldn't be here. <laughs> well, I mean, it is a double standard because you know, like with like cat calling and stuff. You Absolutely. Know, if Leonardo DiCaprio walked down the street and was like, "Hey, baby," I would still be offended. Really? Yeah, I would not be into it. But I, I would mean, be it's like, so out of character for Leo. But I would be like. Oh God! Maybe wish you didn't. I wish would, I didn't want to fuck you. I would actually. I would just think I was on some kind of a like a prank, prank reality show. show. Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. Do you catcall? Have you ever catcalled a girl? I have catcalled before. Shut up! Really? Uh, when I've been liquored up. Yeah. What are you saying? From uh, I don't remember. But, but you remember you did it? Well, because he get punched in the face. This was like you know, <laughs> I, I was in Boston, and this is you know, yeah. it's like, hey, look at this, you know, this fucking hottie. Yeah, you know, I had a really thick accent back then. Right, I'd be like, "You're wicked, you're wicked fucking hot." 
So you make current. <laughs> I want to ignore that. I want to get you out of them dungarees. Oh, boy. Dungarees. Oof. Yeah, dungarees. That's what we say. Showing your age. Uh, <laughs> you look youthful, but on the inside. Um, I'm crying. So, and how did you and Corinne start a friendship? Uh, we Who actually, initiated? We actually uh, did not start a friendship right away. I think, um, I don't remember ex- exactly the details. I remember you telling me you were thinking about getting into comedy and we exchanged information. Yeah. Facebook. Because we, we vibe really well on set yeah. that, well, sure. we, we were shooting for a couple days, right? Yeah. And we vibe really well. I was the assistant director, and everyone was taking a really long time. And as the assistant director, your your job is basically to keep the the schedule on schedule. Yeah, I'm so and sorry so kept... for calling you a PA. You were the assistant director. Yeah, that was yeah, no, rude, actually, so I didn't even catch that's, that. Actually, I did, and terrible. I was waiting for you to correct. I'm very no. sorry. I'm very sorry. No, no, no. Well, but, the, but this is important to the story because yeah. the the AD's job is to make sure everything's on time, and everyone was being really slow, and it was annoying me because I was in a cockroach infested apartment, and I just wanted to. <laughs> To eat like Greek food because we were in Astoria. A really ugly dog, by the way. Oh, <laughs> agreed. But yeah. that guy's dead. And he loved that dog. So, <laughs> the dog outlive him. Uh, I'm sure. Maybe he killed himself because his dog was. Oh old. god. Oh, I'm just kidding. I because I remember kidding. actually made a co- I made a comment about the dog not Who's being the best dog, <laughs> and he got really yeah. offended. And I was well, like, you know oh, what? That's did? not. Try having him do a scene and keep the dog on your lap and pretend you love it. <laughs> that ugly little. What was so bad about this? It dog? had pussy eyes. Oh. And all it was just awful and these owners that have dogs with pussy eyes wipe that shit Thank I didn't you. notice the pussy eyes, but it, I mean, it was just like if you took a rat and then <laughs> and then stitch brown pubic hair if you took a rat and somehow no, if you trained took a it rat, to go dipped it in eggs and then threw it in a bucket of pubes and like you know me I love dogs more than anything yes you do I'll cuddle a dog's face on the street I'll yeah. let a dog mouth kiss me I mean closed mouth not open mouth I'm not disgusting come on yeah um, but like I, this dog was really pushing my Ratchet. dog really pushing my it dog it was uncuddleable I you w- say that I mean was it like I would have sooner let a squirrel into my house <laughs> <laughs> you know those dogs that look like walking corpse and they got cataracts yeah, for yeah. days just the yeah. thickest yeah, and they're they about to go and you're like just let it go and then the owner's just, just like doesn't themselves. realize it and, no my dog's gonna live forever we keep humans around in that state though. i know you know? know it's sad yeah we should just have everybody just but, walk so into anyway the i was so i was yelling at everyone the whole time and i guess jonesy was really attracted to that because oh, he really? lo- jonesy just loved it because like you know he's not getting fucking paid as a student film he doesn't want to be there so he wants to get this over with at a and you were nice space and And i I agreed with everything she said but i didn't say it because i was the actor and i felt like i couldn't say it but she was voicing everything that i was was thinking yeah so jonesy and And i really bonded and she was smart and like a whip and i I like that thank you very attractive thank you did you ask her out ever no i did not why not um i don't know i just didn't Okay. Were you dating anyone at that time? I don't think I was. No. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Jonesy was also very different at that time. He had he had like long hair. He was more like Whoa. a surfer, like skater kid, and, and he was yeah, boy. and he was more like juvenile, M- more mm-hmm. than he is now. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. Pretty crazy. This is mature Jonesy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is a, this is the best we get, <laughs> or the worst, I mean, depending on. Uh, yeah, so then what happened was, so we exchanged information on Facebook. Then I find out that one of my agent assistants knew you, Melissa Muha. Oh, right, Melissa Muha, because she's from Union. Yeah, she's from Union. Yeah. And she mentioned it to me and said, oh, yes, that you guys are friends. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. Hey, she's working. She told me, oh, she's working at an agency. You were working at an agency. I was at working, at, working at the management company. At the management yeah. company, mm-hmm. that's right. And then you reached out to me. Or we, you know, we would have a periodic uh, interaction, Facebook well, messages yeah, kind of shit. Yeah, this was around 
that time when Facebook was getting popular. Yeah. So we friended each other. We found each other on Facebook somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And yeah. then then the rest is history. And then she said, I'm just going to do some stand up and you want to like, you know, talk. I want to talk to you about it or you want to go to an open mic with me. And yeah. then we, we did that. Well, okay. that's when we made our pact that you because you were getting back into stand up after kind of like a little hiatus right. from it. Hiatus. And I was right. like, I want to get into it. So I made right. a pact like if you show me how to yeah, network yeah. this and get sure. like navigate the scene that I would help you like get- remember your love for the yeah, art yeah. of stand up. You know what you really were doing for me though is we were being my muse. Mm-hmm. You were getting me f- to feel creative again. Oh, that's that, very nice. Like, yeah, yeah, Aww. yeah. That's right. That's exactly what happened. That's- you guys, uh, I was telling Corinne this earlier. She has a lot of romantic friendships with men. It's not a relationship. It's not pals. But it's a romantic, like when she sees you, like last time we were in LA and you saw each other at the improv, you like lit up. Same thing with, with this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, I see that in your eyes too. That, what do you, do you think, I don't know, romantic friendships are so interesting to me because I don't, I don't really have them. I guess I might have that with my friend Jeff because mm-hmm. I love him so much. I would right. never, I would never like not attracted to him even a little bit. Are right. you guys attracted to each other? Yes, I think we are. <laughs> I'm glad you I love having that. friends that I'm attracted to because it just. Candid, this be, what, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Well, this was a. I mean, yeah, but I think this is only something we only. Are, like, I mean, we, we've acknowledged that we find each other to be aesthetically pleasing. Uh-huh. That's been because I mean, I don't think you remember this, but you sent me when we first forgot uh, friended each other on Facebook that you sent me this message. I was like, "You're really hot." Like, it was a pretty forward Facebook message. Was we've it, talked I, about this before, w- and I don't think you remember it. I don't remember, but that, I remember no. it because I was like I, super flattered. I was oh, like, "Oh, yeah, yeah." It was kind of out of the blue, though. That's why I was like, "Oh, was okay. it during the day or late at night?" <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> me thinks late at night. You know, I think it's only natural for us to be attracted to each other because we're amazing people. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's why we're friends. Um, yeah, no. And then, so, but I think we only addressed uh, recently our like deep connection. <laughs> you did? How did you address it? Yeah, like, I mean, like, was there a moment? Well, because also were... it's like with, with um, Jonesy, when Tony told me he was moving to California. That was like very heartbreaking for me. Yeah, you were bummed. And I, you know, he's one of my best friends and that was I, that was very hard to stomach, but I love him so much and I knew he was so unhappy for so long in New right. York that I was happy that he was going to go to a place with nice weather where he could do things that are better for him. Yeah. Um, but so now there's this distance. So every time we talk, I feel like the... Not that the talks weren't mean. Our talks are always like very deep. Like, yeah. Uh, but, you know, we'll talk on the phone for like an hour and like really get into stuff. And anytime I see him, it's like the hugest deal because I just don't. I know see you're him so much. excited to see him. Yeah. It's interesting. Have you? I don't. Romantic friendships. I, I, I have you ever had a romantic You're really making the night of this? Jonesy. Wow, yeah. Jonesy's <laughs> opening a beer. He got up to. That's why you haven't heard Jonesy him talk. Jonesy doesn't drink that much. It's. A, I like this new. Oh, I like this, this. new booze and booze and Jonesy. Um, so, a little bit. I just drink a little bit these days. I have questions about your more recent past, but let's go from the beginning so we can get an idea of who you are sexually. Okay. When did you begin your sexual career? Um, I was uh, like seventeen or sixteen. 
And have you had a lot of sex? I feel like you're a guy with lots of sex. Yes. I do you have. know your number? I do not know. Yeah, because fuck it. Who cares? <laughs> he's answering yeah. it like he's being interrogated. <laughs> I did not know. When was the last time? Like when a, was the last time? They have a finger up your ass. <laughs> like I'm looking at the meter. <laughs> uh, no, was, uh, two weeks ago. Uh, fuck. All right. Last night. <laughs> she was sick. I don't know. Total PM coma. I rolled over on her hand. It's not my fault. Did you have any, uh, Did you? would you say your normal, was your sexuality coming into it as a teenager was normal did you have any weird experiences uh, were you confused about something and then by no, the time you're 25 they're like no that doesn't go there uh, i don't know no no i didn't have any weird experiences uh, my first sexual experience was with a total whore um oh that, jonesy whoa. we're on the anti-slut shaming podcast Wait, are you saying that as a joke no she was like a, <laughs> no i know he's not <laughs> Wait, why yeah. do you say she's a whore? Oh, I don't mean... Well, she was just a very... Because <laughs> Jonesy hates himself and he can't believe that a, she's he, just a very, someone fucked oh, him. Fuck, oh, shit. Fuck. Um... <laughs> That's a hookah, hookah down. Hookah, hookah down. Hookah down. Hookah down. <coughs> oh, hookah back up. <clears throat> nice job. Hookah, hookah back up. That actually worked out well. because The hookah that fell. Needed, I cleared some phlegms from my throat. It was a great moment. And guys, we fucked I'm gonna, history. I'm going to get that. I'm going to get the... I'm going to get that Don't dust later. That. Don't We have worry. roaches everywhere. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. This so, is what's happening. <laughs> where, what did I say? What did I ask? Your sexual history. Oh, yeah. And the, why is this girl a whore? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Come she on. Was a, she was a promiscuous girl that anybody could go over to her house and, you know, it was that kind of thing. But and, but uh, were there promiscuous guys so there was no in your school? Involved. It was like. That's okay. Yeah, there was probably some man whores too, I'd say. Yeah. Would you call them whores? Of course. Why not? <laughs> I don't say whore's not a bad thing. It's like a really. Do you consider yourself to be a whore? I have been a whore for a good portion of my life. For periods yeah. of okay. your life, yeah. yeah I guess yeah. I think that's how I well, would categorize myself as well. Well, there's a certain periodic whore. Yeah, I don't know the word whore. Like when oh, you said con- it, it kind of oh, made so me cringe con- a little. Like, oh, all right, I'm, like, I'm sorry. So the, no, it's okay. That's why I want to know that comes to it. I don't find yeah. it to be negative at all. Yeah. I just like you know because uh, words and the meanings of words. People yeah. assign different meanings to words like that. If, yeah. When I hear a guy so use here, that seriously, so I go. Ooh. I had sex with a very promiscuous girl who would sleep with anybody. Okay, <laughs> it's getting and better. So I just went over there and you know had we had a little wine and then you know then that was it was it was kind of you know, and then I never really talked. Did you go over knowing that you guys were gonna fuck or that? Was that like the point of the that visit? That was the point of my visit, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And it was good? Well, she, she was obviously probably really good at sex. Yeah, she was amazing. And I was like, I didn't know what the hell I was doing, really. And she kind of took Taught me, you. Yeah, and she, you know, she, okay. Yeah, yeah. So for me, for me, it was kind of like, wow, what the hell was that? I like you that know? you just made a lot of noises to describe uh, her first uh, sexual She was like, yeah, she was like, yeah, come here. And I was like, oh, what am I going to do with a water? You know, it's such a hand. Get your hand. What the hell, girl? Is she No. Oh, okay. You have an obsession? No. Uh... A, a what? You have uh, an obsession Asian with, culture. It's Asian culture, not oh, yeah, not yeah. so much Asian women though. I've never seen you with an Asian woman. Um, I've been with. A, I'm sure you have been yeah, with yeah, one. I've been with a bunch of Asian women, Indian women as well. Um, although I guess that's still that's Asian. Asian, but we when we think Asian, we think you know yeah, the other yeah. type of Asian. Yeah, I love uh, that we were just making the noises for. <laughs> yeah, you know the very a, appropriate. This is the most progressive say, podcast I love, on I love iTunes. How I say whore and you drop your Red Bull, but then you'd go and, and you do like a, a, a I little, went and got a, a little Red Bull. Asian I accent. Drop it. Oh, you mean you went like this? <laughs> I believe you did that. Yeah, I don't. That do, was I, don't you. Do, I don't do voices. <laughs> <laughs> don't lie. You can. I've seen you. I can. I just choose not to. <laughs> 
I choose yes. Um, okay. You're very good at it, by the way. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, okay, so nothing really too exciting in your in your twenties. You didn't say that. You didn't ask him about my twenties. What about your twenty? Let's go into your twenties. Anything interesting? Anything like scary or not? Not uh, scary. No. Or but the best set, like something incredible. Um, I'm fishing for a story. Jersey. Okay, stories. I got stories. Yeah, yeah. Tell me some stories. stories. Okay, well, I once uh, crashed my car into a girl and then took her virginity. What? Yeah. <laughs> I crashed my car into her, put her in the hospital, then started dating her and took her virginity. How hard did you crash into her? <laughs> was it like Dave Matthews crash into Yeah, me? was it like a wave or was it like you plowed that car yeah, into I her, her car. and she was pinned in between a tree and your car? I oh, told- oh, I thought you meant you crashed into her when she was when she was not inside a car. When <laughs> you she think I ran her over? Oh, that's exactly what I thought. I thought you yeah. ran her over, took her to the ER, and no, then fucked her. No. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of whore do you think I am? Uh, yeah, one I, who would do I, that. I thought it was like she was she was out of commission for several months because she was yeah. in a bed. Well, so. while you're on and these I've meds. I always wanted to have sex with an amputee, and I made that happen. And her whole still <laughs> man was so. she flexible. <laughs> Just toss her around. Okay, no so limbs. you got into a uh, a car accident when both individuals were in cars. That's right. Whose fault was it? Accident. It was my fault. I was um I didn't see the stop sign. You didn't see the stop sign? Why? Where were you looking instead? (laughs) Is that really the reason? No, I don't remember what the reason was. Okay. I think I was putting in a Rage Against the Machine CD. Oh, my God. Wow. Really? This was like 1997. Okay, so you crashed into her, and then she got out of the car, and you're like, oh, shit. No, she didn't get out of the car. Oh, she stayed in? The ambulance took her out of the car. Oh, my God. (laughs) The jaws of life came got her. Was her car like accordioned? Uh, I love that. You used accordion as a verb, but yeah. and I agree with that. <laughs> was it? It was pushed. It was messed up, and it was pushed into a, a house. It went oh. through a porch. I destroyed property, too. Yeah. My insurance <laughs> oh my company. God. Love me. Um, so then I went to visit her in the hospital. And as I a kind flowers. gesture, yeah, or you thought a, she was hot? And you walked in, and no, she I was like, get out! I, all I knew was it was a girl... And that's where she was. And that was enough for you. <laughs> and I knew she, her age. If it was a young man, would you have made that hospital visit? <laughs> oh, 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 no, you would not. <laughs> no, you would not have. There's no romantic possibility. Right, right, boy. Right, here, okay. Pussy makes the world go round, yeah, I'm telling you guys. Right, it, does, it does. It's fuel. Uh, <laughs> barrel it. Um, so listen. <laughs> Sell it for a lot of money. I'm not a complete ass. I would have called if it was a guy. Maybe I would have called the hospital. How big of you? Hey, is Lenny okay? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. He, said, he, he, he said first he said he would have called, and then he was like, well, not the guy at the hospital. <laughs> He, he no would have tried. Like, I'm not gonna call the guy. He would have attempted like to reach his it. nurse, and <laughs> then after one failed attempt, be like, "Ah, that's too hard." He'd have been like, "Hi, is this the hospital?" <laughs> hey, where's that where's guy Lenny? that I hit? Lenny, who? Uh, this is too hard. I'm gonna go back to listen to Rage Against the Machine in my bedroom. <laughs> Fuck that guy with a Bob Marley sticker on the back of his LeBaron. <laughs> so, um, what did she say when you walked in her room? Uh, well, she had some. Fa- she had family members there, and they didn't oh, take too warmly to me. No shit. Yeah, and uh, she was pleased though. She was really nice and happy that you and, came. Yeah, yeah. She was really happy. And then you came in her. Yeah. Do you think she was extra happy because you were cute? Of course. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Come on. I don't know. Oh shit. What if a big fat guy? I'd be like, get out. I don't care. It's like I dropped my ice cream cone on the- <laughs> yeah, I'm she would, sorry. She would have been like, that's the guy that tried to murder me. <laughs> 
we're all, family would have beat him. Well, so what we we so far just Looks to summarize the the podcast so far, we're all fucking shallow pieces of shit. Okay, yeah, let's yeah, continue. Yeah. We, we are, are shallow, shallow pieces, pieces of shit. shit. Yeah. Ooh, Ooh hello. What the yeah. hell? Yeah. These yeah. photos <laughs> on your wall are frightening. I'm sorry. Yeah, that, that is, one is scary. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah we're it's in a, a yeah. It's a lot of it's a lot of natives. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're African children. Natives make me think of, you know, Wawa. Wawa? Like, Wawa. Oh, I was like, oh, I love Wawa. Oh, no. like, I thought you meant like Wawa in New Jersey. Those yes. Wawa. Yeah, no, you, you both thought of that. Gobbler? Yeah. I was just uh, making a racist Let me tell you what's so great about Wawa. You right. go in there, like 12 different kinds of coffee. What? Yes, For a gas true. station, that is, regular that is French vanilla. astonishing. So, okay, how the hell did you get around to fucking this girl that you crashed into and sent to the hospital? Yeah, what kind of charm? That, the rest what of the story is uninteresting. Oh, okay. It's just like, you know, the, what's what's interesting is it, How? I crashed into her, brought her flowers in the hospital, then began dating So we could have ended this like five minutes yeah, ago. Yeah, fuck yeah. that story. <laughs> yeah. And um, then it's like an uncomfortable virginity story after that, you know? It's like, okay. You know how those are, you know? So, so you made her bleed twice, once with the car accident, <laughs> the second time when you popped her cherry. <laughs> hey You in the Zings joke. all night. Zings for days. Even at one in the morning and you are sharp as I a whip. I am in pain and really need to get laid. Okay. <laughs> Um, so fast forward, fast forward, 20s, 20s, 30s, 30s. Some shit happens in your 30s. Well, you meet Corinne, right? Yeah. And then you start becoming friends and then you start dating a person that you ended up dating for a while. What are you doing on your phone? If I, what is so if important? I was doing, if I was no. with you eating a sandwich I and had, I even looked at my phone, you would give me a fucking lecture to check the time. on how social media is ruining everything. Okay, go ahead. I got a lot of things that I need to. <laughs> Other oh, notes. Never mind. Thank you for remember. taking it and being so insightful. <laughs> yes. Well, because Jonesy's very hard on me when I look at my phone. Oh, uh, so you give right back to that's, that's the only time I remember that he's old. <laughs> Kids today always looking down on the screen. Always screens. looking at their phones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then I, you know what I need to realize is that I just ramble, and so for you to go look at your phone while I'm talking, it's not it shouldn't be an insult. Okay, I'm trying to be the same way with yeah, my lady. Yeah, it's me nicely telling you, uh, get to the point. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're friends, but uh, this is boring. Uh, <laughs> you see the tough love she gives me? Yeah. I'm very tough on you, Jonesy. Well, some, I know you are. Someone I needs need, to be with your beach to... bum skin knee lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> you, are, you love my skin knees. I know. Don't I was like Christina about that. She does love your skin knees. Well, you're the only 40 year old I know who goes out to play. <laughs> <laughs> what she means is softball. All right. I go. I play I softball, softball and I and I go all out and I dive on the ground and I get bloody knees and things. Okay. I got a scar on my hip I'm gonna have forever from something look at that thing I got that boo who you know what that's gonna be there forever there's kids with no limbs yeah you're right right. there's a hot (laughs) we saw the hottest homeless guy guy. yeah they're out he was on the corner and he had a metal leg one of the legs was a metal pole and we were like oh okay and then I was like oh is he gonna come up to our car when we get up to the corner and she goes nah I don't think so I don't think you can get that far with that pole leg and I was like okay and then we we pull up and then uh, we're like dude he's hot Mm-hmm. And he's like the Matthew McConaughey, McConaughey of homeless dudes here. Yeah. And we almost asked if he wanted to come hang out at your place <laughs> just to talk to him. Yeah. I wouldn't have been, I would have been totally okay with that. Oh God, you're you so would. laid back. I have a question about your previous relationship, but do you have anything from your notes that you looked at that you want to specify <laughs> before we well, move on? Not from my twenties. Uh, I thought that it's okay. We don't have some... to go chronologically. Um, I, we can I, memento this. It's fine. I wrote down like, um, some weird experiences I had in New York that were um, might be of note, but um, so <laughs> do tell. 
Well, I slept with a what I think was a uh, a dwarf. <laughs> what you think? She had dwarf like qualities. She was like could have just been real short. She was five five, but her hands were no. stubby. <laughs> I think it was a dwarf. Was uh, she making cookies you think a lot? It was a dwarf. I let's think, be. A, I know sorry. we're not respectful people right now, a, but let's at least try to not say it. I, I think she was a dwarf. <laughs> it's very late. <laughs> I know we're going ching chong chang, but like it, come on. I gotta draw the line at dwarf. <laughs> I look at the dwarf was a, a the little d- person. Dwarfism is a thing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. She's it's a, a little, little person or she's not. She had little person qualities. <laughs> what does that mean? That means she was, I couldn't tell completely because it wasn't an How exact. How can you not tell? <clears throat> she was she very, very short and had. Full check number one but she wasn't what i normally see in a little person she was quite a little bit bigger she was like, a tall little person yes but so she had she, the same inappropriate uh, inappropriate <laughs> inappropriate um we gotta <laughs> snap up your vocab <laughs> you really gotta think for a second before you the talk the sizes weren't proportional improportional repulsive <laughs> She had these pro- pro- repulsive proportions. Oh my god! Okay, <laughs> no, she, I'm she just had. So, had so sometimes little people. Uh, I can't wait for these. So you saw her on the saying. corner and you were like, "You." No, no, I, 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 uh, I went home with her after karaoke. <laughs> okay, and she I sung in your and heart. I didn't remember, and then you the blackout morning. fucked her. Yeah. Oh. So then in the morning I see. I remember a, a, I remember a girl. A cute, you were was, way taller last night. Cute. Wait a second. <laughs> but then, and then I saw like she got up and she walked away. And then I was like, oh, is she far away or she's she, just a little saw, person? Okay. And then I saw a lot of scarring on her. Uh, what? Yeah, there's a lot of scarring and <laughs> as evidence of many operations. Oh, that's why she was maybe t- maybe well because you know they get the operation with the with for the legs, the knees. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm a huge fan of Little People, Big World. Good, so it's okay. No, no, I'm just saying no. So I know a little bit. I don't want to say. I don't want to say I'm an expert on little people. You sound like you are. One time I saw Little People Big World, and let me tell you, they get operations when they stretch their legs, and that's what happened. So that's exactly what those scars were. She had to get three operations for intermediate. So I could tell from what you told me that she was absolutely a little person. All right. I, you did a voice, and it was so funny. That was very Yay. good. Yay. Oh, Corinne did a voice. first voice. But she, like I said, she was How tall was she? Short. She was, she was under four bottom. feet. Oh, was it a child? <laughs> or around four feet? A little under four feet? <laughs> Wasn't a child? Well, I think four adult. feet is the marker. Because my grandpa's like four two. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> and then he got older and he just shrunk more. Oh my he, like, god, shrank. that's tiny. So tiny. Four he two? was pussy whipped by my grandma. Yeah. But he wasn't a little person? No, he was just over a little person. <laughs> yeah. Just was, over. She must have been around the same. Yeah. Four feet. He didn't have um because I do very I know what pretty, you're saying. Very, was very she pretty. white? Yes, yes. Well, just because there's some, there's some very like, pretty, and I remember her like singing very Mexican, well. Mexican, I would have been like, wow. <laughs> Listen, we're in LA now. I don't know where this podcast plays, but <laughs> our most racist episode yet. But we cover all the cultures. <laughs> yeah, that's, we got to ditch on what we always make fun of. Inappropriate people. slips. This is just turning. Okay, so fuck the Dutch. Go on. Do you remember the sex? And what what was her name? I don't remember. Oh, uh, I didn't you, remember the I was sex say, the can night we call before, her by her name, but, but I had sex with her again in the morning. Okay, so you were like, I like and what I, I see, and I, I liked. I, I thought that was 
she was she was pretty. <laughs> I thought you were I like, like I was you doing keep her a favor. She was no, pretty. No, she was pretty. But she was pretty. Like guys. it's impossible for a little person to, to be have pretty. ever been pretty. And I, I was like, this fun. This could be fun. I don't remember it. Oh, so it was like a novelty fuck. In in a way, kind of. Yeah. Like the way the too. way we've talked about fat fetish. Look, at if uh, I had right? sex with a, a, a little person and didn't remember it, like you know. I mean, I've had I, sex with a lot of normal sized people and don't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea though too of having sex with people who are different physicalities like different just different types of people different age ranges different races different handicap whatever yeah. <laughs> different handicaps. handicaps i don't being a little person in a handicap but like a person in a wheelchair i totally fuck a guy in a wheelchair oh yeah Would you? i want to yeah i want to see how that works in the wheelchair while you're fucking he definitely needs well, to there's be gotta in be, the that's wheelchair. gotta be a wide wheelchair yeah. would it be a soldier oh, yeah <laughs> oh yeah now it is doing it for your country Mm, it's hot if it's a soldier because yeah. then it's like yeah how'd you get that fucking yeah. no leg i yeah. would like if it was someone leg go who with your like, leg in iraq i yeah. bet it is yeah give me that hard shrapnel to save someone's life or a dog oh, yeah. that's why i'm all will always melt when i see a fireman i melt it's good. not okay it's like uh, that's a good do? word to use for firefighter oh, oh melt. you yeah. i'm just gonna you go melt. to my you make me melt <laughs> <laughs> are we gonna have sex like, yeah, I never but they, firefighters look back when i give them the <laughs> look they look sure. back at they all look at me like yeah you know you want this like yeah sure they're little playboys they know they what they know. got they know yeah they know well they're and on calendars they should because they, and they also are. all make good chili i've heard yeah. from movies. oh really well i need to get me a firefighter because i love chili if you ever see firefighters in a movie they're always a lot of sleeping, a lot of chili. And yeah, they're either in that sleeping room in a with bunk the TV, bed. they're yeah. with the, the fire the pole, pole, or they're making chili. And let me tell you something about that chili. That's probably real hearty, real beef chili, oh, not a, that three bean pussy shit. No, well, there's definitely they got time. in it because you need iron to fight the fires. Plus, they're men. They're fucking men. Yeah, they're men. This turkey oh. chili shit. What is that? That is the manliest no. occupation in the whole world to me, a firefighter. Oh my god! I would say a murderer, but. Wow. Well, we have two different <laughs> opinions on that. I heard, but don't they give you looks like that too, those murderers? <laughs> so when you hear about a female so sure. murderer, you're like, wait a second. Be like, this is a male-dominated right. field. Yeah. <laughs> don't try and sneak your well, pussy in here. But that is why I like the movie Monster, because I was like, you're kind of an innovator. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I get a little giddy when they're like, a female stabbed a man brutally on the sidewalk. I'm like, good for her. Girls we all kind of do, too. I think. I know, it's so bad. <laughs> um, okay, that's an interesting story. Yeah, I had a three. More of that. The first night I lived in New York City. You had a threesome? My first night in New York City, I had a threesome. Uh, with two girls? Yeah, with two girls. All right, Why don't give me that fucking Why did you say it like that? Look. I would lo- wish you had... What did you think I was... A dick in your mouth. You want me to have a dick in my <sighs> mouth? Have you ever had a dick in your mouth? Never. Oh, God damn it. Boring. You thought I would? <laughs> no, I wouldn't think that you would. I just wish that I would know a quote-unquote straight man who is just comfortable enough with his sexuality. You well, know what? yeah, but a straight guy's not going to want a dick in his mouth, but he can double T. Like, he can have a three-way with a girl and a guy. Cause you know yeah. what I mean, like that comfort level is sexy that. to me. I love when a guy is comfortable enough to have a three yeah. with a guy and a girl. That is so hot. That. I would have like he loves his own dick so much that he's like, yeah, there can be another dick here, but it yeah, yeah. hold a candle on my dick. <laughs> I like yeah. that. Well, I don't even have a dick like that, but I'm just I'm I'm confident. You ain't got a dick like that. Dick like? My dick. It's is weird. I've never very, seen Jonesy's dick. I've never even seen a photo. I've never touched it. Where I've would never, you see a photo of my dick? I've seen Troy Allen's dick because I asked him Why? to see a photo. He said, uh, I have a photo of my dick. Do you want to see it? And I said, absolutely. How is it? Okay. Thumbs up. Thumbs, Thumbs up, up on Troy Allen's dick? Yeah. I like Troy Allen. Um, His dad's a pedophile. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, that poor guy. Another story for another day. <laughs> another Listen story. back to our podcast yeah. episodes. Um, <laughs> I got another story in New York. That's, uh, 
Okay, go ahead. Well, I think this is funny. Uh, I once was um, sleeping with the with the girl who uh, lived with and was the boyfriend of the Beast on Broadway, Beauty and the Beast. Oh, the actor who played the yeah. Beast. And so I would go over her apartment. She apartment. won't thankful to that, to yeah, that Beast. And pictures of the Beast. Oh, and we'd be having that's sex. dressed as the Beast. As the Beast. That's terrible. It could have been anybody in that costume. And. I would have these. I was having these nightmares of the beast, <laughs> like coming. You, you why, fucked why? my girlfriend, and this was happening you know, for a couple months here. This was why and I had to stop. Yeah, because she had you, a boyfriend. Yeah, why did you start fucking someone who had a, a boyfriend, especially a boyfriend who was a beast playing the beast on Broadway? <laughs> I mean, to be clear, that's not intimidating. <laughs> You're a beast on Broadway. Uh, yeah, yeah, Broadway. yeah. No, that's actually the least intimidating. Yeah. <laughs> it I went from to oh. <laughs> I mean, it would the only less intimidating thing would be if she was fucking Lumiere <laughs> <laughs> or Cogsworth. <laughs> that fucking that fuck or Chip. Yeah. Oh, that's I mean that's illegal. <laughs> yeah. Chips the cup. Um, well, I why, apologize wh- that that story isn't good enough. No, no, no. I, when I have questions for you yeah, about no, the psychology I, yeah, of that. Yeah, what, yeah, yeah. What, when, did she tell you right away she had a boyfriend? No. And when she did tell you, how far in did she tell you? She had already stayed in my place. Yeah, but when did she tell you that she had a boyfriend? Um, I don't know, a couple weeks later. And then what, what was your reaction? What the fuck? She said, I was like, well, what's the situation? What's the situation? She's like, well, you know, I live with him. I'm not really in love with him. He's got, he's got an ex-wife and kids, and he's hardly around. And you know, I stay here at this place, but he, you know, technically, he is my boyfriend. Oh wow! So it was just like Belle alone in the castle. Yeah, in wow. the movie Beauty and the Beast. Oh yeah, it, if it that isn't was. theater coming to life. <laughs> but that that wouldn't have mattered to me. I mean, I enjoyed hanging out with her. She wanted to hang out with me, and so I wouldn't but- have stopped. She goes, I have a boyfriend. I'm like. Hasn't stopped me before. <laughs> you know? I don't know who this person is. And and what their relationship is. You don't have any kind of a bro code just knowing that this person... Because I, I have like a, no. like a sister code. Like if I know that someone has a girlfriend i'm like well i yeah i don't know that person but just out of respect like if you're to say you're in a relationship or and make the arrangements to be in a relationship like you're in a fucking relationship if you're monogamous it kind of annoys me too that someone can think they can have both i'm like if you are going to be in a relationship you're going to have all the fucking shitty fucking parts of this fucking relationship you're not going to get to fuck anyone else you goddamn piece of shit (laughs) yeah well the people are people corinne in a nutshell No, I'm, you know that's well, that's very that's very honorable of you. You're very bohemian. Um, look at it; it's not on me, man. That's on you to keep your relationship in order. And, I agree. You know so I mean? you like, obviously didn't have feelings. For I know this a person. lot of women don't like to get involved with getting themselves in between this shit. But uh, you talk to a lot of men, man. They that's because they know the, they the other women are have. You wrath. know, you talk to guys and they're like, yeah, man, you know, I'm banging a married chick. Oh, really, bro? You know, it's like not really. You think that's like that's just like openly spoken about in the straight male community? Absolutely. Why? Why don't you have any? Mm, I get, I get what you're saying. You of, it's her decision to do it, and a man, a single dude. I'm not saying. Oh, I'm generalizing. A lot of single dudes love a no attached sexual configuration. Oh, there you. There go. ain't nothing more un, more unattached. <laughs> she can't, po- she can't it, possibly um, ask me to be her boyfriend because she's already got one. She's <laughs> cha-ching. You know, and at that t- time in my life, dollar signs in your eyes. You know, and at that time in my life, I was fine with that. You know? So, but you had a relationship uh, for how many years with the with a previous person you dated? Seven. And there was cheating there. There was, yeah. but did it was it on two ends or one end? You're just because I know it's you. It's a little dubious on her side. I'm not. I don't know all the details, and I never. You don't asked, know if but she I did think anything. There's a couple dudes. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. did you do it first? 
I did, yeah. And what was I? I'm I was cheated on twice, and both of the guys do not want to come on the podcast. It was a long time ago, and I and I and it really scarred me. But I also am, that they didn't want to come on the podcast, or that they didn't. Yes, <laughs> I was like, so don't you know what you're that they wouldn't come on my podcast and just divulge their personal yeah, life. Yeah. Um, no, but I it really scarred me when it happened, and I yeah. forever since then I've been wanting to talk to somebody about the mentality yeah, yeah. of sure. what makes a person cheat, and I feel terrible about it. I've really, I really feel awful about what I did to that girl. And that's fine. And I, I believe I, that. And I believe that I, those... I'm a piece of shit when I think about that. I, that was awful. And I don't want to ever have a relationship like that. Well, that's why I want to talk about it because <laughs> if it was a dark time in your life or you made a decision you're not proud of, that's fine. Yeah. But what went in your head uh, leading up to you going, yes, I am going to have sex with this other person who's not my girlfriend. What was in my head at the time? Yeah. yeah like what, what, what did you say to yourself to allow yourself to cheat on her? Because we all have that inner monologue, right? I don't even, I don't even or, know if I thought about it as much as that. Really? That, that I would That's need... what I want to know. Do you guys even think about it? What's... Um, my instincts were not all on the same plate, clearly. What? So how did it happen, though? Like, how long That's were like you... a real bullshit Yeah, answer. yeah, yeah. I want <laughs> what does specific. that even mean? My instincts you... were not all on the plate? Yeah. Some of what? them were at the buffet. Yeah, like, I don't sit <laughs> Some of them were in the dishwasher, <laughs> sitting, getting crusty. <laughs> You know, there was one in a drawer. <laughs> Some were being served for tapas at the Spanish place on the street. <laughs> Which is very good, by the way. Really good guacamole. Yeah. I like that you I like that you said that and then for a second we were like, okay, we buy that. And I was like, no, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, what about? what is that? I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know how else mean? to explain it. I guess what I'm trying to say is I don't I didn't think about it like as much as you, it wasn't a thinking about thing. It was a, just an uh, a gut urge. To fuck the other person? Like, my girlfriend's not here. I have with I this met, girl. I meet this person. I, I Really, it's, it's, this is happening. She's like that with me. I didn't. So it's a spark. I didn't have um, the, a mindset with this other person enough to, to take me out of that. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know I, if that's how it works. I don't know. fully enough in the relationship to be out on the streets and, like, bat off people who were hitting on you. Is that what you mean? Not hitting on me, but you know what I mean. To people that you weren't a girl that walked into the room. <laughs> According to her, that's all it takes. It is. You weren't committed enough to the relationship to not go up to a girl, buy her, her a drink, talk to her for three hours, get her number. Take off all her clothes. Yeah. Go rent find a hotel room. Yeah, take off her jacket, take off her shirt. And then in yeah. no time were you like, eh, I'm cheating. Yes, Exactly. That's exactly really yeah. interesting. So you didn't even think no, of the whole time. I'm like, I'm just doing what I want to do. Exactly. You're just being selfish. Yep. Okay. okay. So I, I kind of had a do, theory. This is what I want to do. And there, I don't feel, um, I don't feel obligated to, uh, respect anybody's boundary in that way. Interesting. Was there any like also like sense of rebellion in it? Like, I don't like the way this relationship is going. So I'm going to do out, go out and rebel. Yeah. Was there anything lacking no, in the relationship? No, no okay. that was never the case. Okay. That was never the case. Cause I always think that a lot of times cheating, it can be a reflection of uh, something missing in the relationship. I think but so, a lot yeah. of times it's not, it's just something takes over, like you said, and then yeah. it just happens. Um, is that correct? Do you think like, I don't know what percentage of that is the reason. When you first cheated on her, yeah. was there something missing in your relationship? Or was it great? I don't think there was anything quite missing. It just wasn't fantastic at okay. the time. Okay. It wasn't like, oh. Um, Butterflies. And that the honeymoon phase had gone away. You know, mm -hmm. So when it started, it was fantastic. Yeah. You know, then, you guys were together for so long. I mean, like, right. yeah. 
Um, and then, I don't know, I had, and I had never been with someone that long either. I'd never, that was the longest relationship I'd ever had. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd never been with anybody That's that the long. longest relationship you've ever had, period, yeah? Ever had, period, yeah. by far, yeah, by yeah, far. Yeah, yeah, okay. And, you know, I just got to a point where I'm just, I'm going to do what I want. This is like, I, you know, I don't know. And you didn't miss, think to like. There's like, you know, there's certain, ex, there's an excitement to it, obviously. There's, of course, yeah. Um, and I don't know. I just, I guess I needed that at the time. And, and I, I was looking for that. Did she, she found out? Yeah. How did she find out? I know one time she <laughs> see because it happened a couple of times uh-huh. and I can't remember how she it found hap- it. You did it a couple of times. I got you caught tripped. a couple of times. Uh, and then I can't I, remember and how then I didn't get caught a couple more times. So those don't count. <laughs> the the time the first time that uh, was I was fun. I don't I don't remember how the second time I remember um, she uh, had uh, somehow hacked into my facebook and cut and paste an actual conversation that i had through messenger in a in a message to me so wait bam you left your computer open with your password signed in no i wasn't living with her at the time i was dude my ex-boyfriend in college fucking downloaded this program where it traces your keystrokes and he found out all the passwords to all my social media fucking psycho are you kidding me nope it can be done so yeah it can be done so i'm gonna want to spread the word on that i'm gonna verify that yeah Um, if you feel like you need to download stuff like that just end your fucking relationship yeah oh god oh so wait Ooh. well but but she was right yeah so there we go right uh, and so tricky. of course what did i do how dare you break into my yeah, you focus know, on that bullshit i focus on that bullshit to to and to and deflect to yeah, deflect exactly. it exactly what i did because i'm an asshole or i was an asshole like that yeah and then she's she, completely reformed have, have you cheated on anybody before this person oh did i no, i don't think i did no okay okay no. go on go on sorry i, I never cheated know. before um and then she broke up with me yeah and uh, did you try? She, did, and she didn't the first time. What did you say to her? Yeah, like, but that wasn't the final time because you ended up getting back together. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got back together again. How long after? It took me like a month or so, maybe a little longer to get her. to... And you were trying to get her to get back with <laughs> you at that point in time. I, I I I had sort of a like a I don't know. I was like I had an epiphany that well, this person really really loves me. I should do something, and I did <laughs> what I did to. I was like. And then I... <laughs> so there was love on the table, and you were like, I guess I should take it? That's right. It's okay. Sure, sure. Right. And then I went to... Listen to what I did. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I took a course. I took a course on ethics at at the Scientology headquarters. I, are, <laughs> Scientology, Jonesy? At the Scientology headquarters, I took a course that is, on ethics. That's so disappointing and not... That's such an oxymoron. Yeah, we may have to end our friendship, actually. Listen, that was a thing that I tried, okay? But why Scientology? <laughs> because at the time, I was taking a course Because you were like, well, I've been, jumping, jumping. I've been feeding a lot of bullshit to a lot of people. Let me keep Let on me, this uh, track. Let me swallow some we more while I'm at this? it. I didn't... I listen, Ooh, no. that's... No. I would not have forgotten this. So I had a friend... This was years ago. I had a friend um, who was very into it, and he became... He was my trainer, my yeah, athletic trainer. This and is a how very, it starts. A very close friend of mine. Yeah, always a close friend. And he <laughs> was teaching a course there... Uh, and I took it 
I went and he was like, please help me out. I need to fill this thing. Just come on in. Just take this course. It's actually really cool. It's like, it's how always do... good when someone's yeah, yeah. at blink in the daytime yeah, yeah. and at the side of Center. <laughs> please no. sign up for my course. I'm going to no. get fired. <laughs> That's he, he, how you spread Scientology. He had his own training facility. Uh, <laughs> oh. That the church helped him set up. Oh, of course they did. No. Yeah, of course they did. That's a whole other thing. Yeah. Wow, he baited you. Uh, yeah, he did. He did not bait me. He was a friend of mine. And we're still yeah, but he whole, didn't need you no, to sign up. That whole friendship was the, like the Truman story. No, they it was they not. fucking set that shit so, up. You think I would be baited that easily? I'm not a fucking moron, well, okay? But uh, Scientology exists, so there's a lot I of I know the deal behind it, and I knew it going in, and I took the course anyways because he asked me to a couple of times, and he was he's very close friend of mine, and yeah. I took it. It, it was 80 bucks. Honestly, and it was, I'd be curious anyway. I, I kind of want to go to the center tomorrow. <laughs> I know okay. that Christina might be converting I, I wanted someone to try and convert me to Scientology it, tomorrow I'm, just I'm, to see what happens. Look at In this life, all right, firsthand experience, number one. Everything else is fucking hearsay. You understand? <laughs> yes, Dad. Oh, okay. God, you're scaring so, me. I, I took the course. I went in there myself, checked it out, see what it was. And let me tell you something. There is some interesting things going on in there. I know. Stuff that I agree with. I, there are some, I've read some texts. Sure. I've read, and I I've took been, a, he taught a class that was fucking helpful. It was yeah. about how to attain your personal goals. It was very practical. It had nothing to do with, you know, aliens, aliens. and being an idiot. It, it was like, you know, there was <laughs> well, a work, Scientology is aliens a, and being an idiot. You, know, you open up a workbook number. It's like, it's like, Hey, what is, tell us something, you know, write down something that you really want to accomplish right now. Now tell us, you know, write a few things on what, are, write a paragraph on some of the efforts that you've made within the last six months. Yeah. Okay. Now, Achieving write down, goals. Yes, it's goals. What are some of the qualities that you think a person needs to attain this? You start writing it. So, like, you attack a problem, and they taught you how to do that. And they have, and I saw they had other courses that were like that. And I saw people in there taking practical courses to help them get their shit together. Yeah. All right. So that's that's that, well, going that's, on. Yeah. Well, that's how I think a lot of people get into it in the first place because it, on the outermost layer, it's logical and like, sure. oh, this is great. Why isn't anybody else doing this? Right. So, so I, I get that. it. I'm not yeah. judging you. So I'm not. They're like. Do you know you have body feet? In this? <laughs> yeah. By the way, there's aliens in you. Yeah. Oh, I know. I'm smoking it right now. Um. So you take an ethics course in an so effort then, to, um, well, to help your friend, but also you were so learning. So I took that class, and I was like, the um, my buddy was like, yeah, there's other. He gave me a list of the other courses, and there there was a couple in there. I was like, oh, I should take the one that's like how to, uh, you know, how to be better with your money, because at the time I was all fucking stupid with my money, mm-hmm. and uh, not that I'm any better. Yeah. But um, uh, and then. I I had this this issue, and then he goes, well, "Why don't you take this ethics class at the thing to you know to you know it the might issue being you can't keep your dick in your pants." <laughs> he said, "He goes, I, you know, I don't know if it's gonna help, but this is an ethics. I have a class. It's yeah. called Zipper. <laughs> Zipper one hundred and one. Yeah, they don't have a class. Don't like unzip unless you have to pee." So, I took this course, and in that particular course uh you and this is another thing that you should know about that this is how they get dirt on you by the way because they keep right, these work they so the the ethics course so um what's a what's a situation where you have been unethical that you want to you want to uh explore and mm. and i went and i was going there and i was writing and doing and answering these questions and working in this workbook and then a person would come over and, and go through it with me and talk to me about it and make a mental uh, note so right <laughs> And so, by the way, so there's a notebook over there with my name on it that talks all about how I cheated on my fucking girlfriend in 2010 or whatever it was. Wow. Um, uh, and, you know, I, I went back to my girlfriend and I said, hey, look, 
you know, because I'm not, I don't believe in, I don't believe in Look shrinks. Look at my notebook. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Look at my, first of all, you're not allowed to take the notebook out of the facility. Oh, of course I not. Figured. I figured. Those, those cyborgs really but, like, need to hold I'm on to I'm not going to go to a shrink. I'm not going to go, hey, let's go to a marriage council. That shit, you know, I don't, I don't believe in any of that shit. This was something I thought might help that I would try. Yeah. I was curious about it. And so I told her, hey, I'm taking this ethics class because I want to like address this thing. Obviously, you know, I have a problem um, and I can't be honest with you. And so... So it, that's this. interesting that and you. And so she said she. So she. In other words, she wasn't coming right back to me, but she said, "Okay, well, you know, take this thing and you know, let's keep talking and you know, and then." <sighs> Girls love to hear about like doing work and shit. This might. This might even have convinced me. Look, it, I wasn't trying to trick her. <laughs> no, of course not. No, no. But I have a question. At that time that you took that course, had you only cheated on her the one time? No, this was the this second. Was the this is the second time. Okay, but the, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's so interesting to me that you said you have a problem, but is it, is the problem you cheating or is the problem you saying not being honest about wanting to be in the relationship? Oh, I don't, you know, looking back on it, maybe that was the honest thing that needed to be addressed. But I thought I could, I could, I thought I could make it work by being honest in, in other areas. Okay. And I thought like, this could, this girl really loves me. And, um, you keep saying that, but it's like, I, I know a lot of people who stay in relationships and even I've done it because like that person loves you. I've a done lot. it too. But I mean, did you, did you ever like kind of address in your head? Do I love this person enough or did you, or were you kind of thinking like maybe I'm missing something because they love me, you know, like what, I mean, you, you, the love should be pretty much equal. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't for the majority of the time. And you never thought to get out of it because of that or do you not really recognize i've never been back? in a long-term relationship before i guess i guess i thought that well maybe this maybe is just how, it, how it is you settle like they always say that oh you just you settle and you sort of and like all these qualities she have had were has that she has are amazing and they a lot most of them work very very well with me as far as like a living partner and yeah. we ended up living together and it was mm. in she was kind of she seemed to me like the perfect person that I could live with because we had so much, we were on so many levels. A good levels. team. Amazing team. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then there's this other lack of a whole, the other parts of the relationship that I, I don't know, that I just, that weren't fulfilling to me, I guess. And and I wasn't honest enough about all those things. Yeah. You know? And, and, and it led to these other issues and, you know, and, but what I, and what I did was completely inexcusable and, and the course didn't exactly <laughs> help for a little while. I didn't cheat on her for until you started getting letters from an, a person named anonymous long time, you know? Yeah, yeah. 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 And you didn't cheat on her for a long time after that course. Yeah. But then did you eventually? I did again. Yeah. And what was it? The same thing in that you just didn't even think you just did it or was there any sort of guilt by that time i i just hated corinne i i was like so depressed miserable yeah. in yeah. this place living with this person yeah um, i mean this was towards the end of your time we in weren't new york we yeah. weren't having sex hardly at all i was actually sleeping yeah. on the couch a lot oh not why? even sleeping with her were you fighting or you just didn't want to no we weren't we were fighting a little bit but that wasn't why i was sleeping on the couch i was sleeping on the i said that i was uncomfortable in the bed sleeping with her and a dog every night because and in reality it's hard to sleep in a bed with another person and a dog in a small new york city apartment um, and so I did get a better sleep on the couch, but by rights, I should have s still made that work and, you know, slept in the fucking bed every night, like a, a real boyfriend does. And this, you know, th that was just where I was. This, it I was, was just in. an excuse, really. So it kind of was an excuse to be, I just was like, ah, I'm just so sick of being around this person. And yeah. Like, yeah. Really, and it's hard to get out. 
you know, when, um, especially when you do have like a team, a good team going on between the two of you, you know? Yeah. I mean, everything else works. But I mean, but by that time, you guys weren't even a good team. Perhaps we weren't by that time. I would say within the last year of the relationship, yeah, we probably weren't. I mean, is there anything in you that was just like, well, I've invested this much time already. I can't even like think about starting from scratch again. Oh, yeah, of course. I think that happens. And I think, of course, when you finally get a fucking affordable New York City apartment with somebody, you're like, ah, what am I going to do? I get this. I get stuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh you know, and I love the dog so much, and I love, the, you know. I know exactly what he means. Uh, I love that dog so much. Was that your dog you got together? Too. I love her too. But yeah, uh, she had that dog from a previous relationship, but the dog was a puppy just about when I came Aww. on the scene. And yeah. So that so dog was really like is bonded with the dog. That dog is my dog. Yeah. I, I that dog is my dog. Aww. Sorry. Don't you have to be sorry. Do you still talk to her? Don't say sorry to me. It's I'm a piece of shit. Like that's mm, well, I'm not a piece of shit. You acted shit. like a piece of shit in this particular situation, though. A hundred percent. Of course, I and did. you know I'm not going to you off on that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I it, told I, you I was. I know. You're, I, know I, was, and I, I was defending her. Of course you were. But yeah. She. It, there was a point where she asked you if you guys hooked up, Corinne. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She yeah. didn't trust me the whole time. Yeah. This is the other thing that happened after the first. <laughs> infidelity and i I wanted to be like well i was like he is not me he has seven sex with other people but it ain't me (laughs) (laughs) and that's the other thing that happened after the first infidelity those rest of that time she never ever trusted me again anyways anyways and so that's why little activities like that occurred her asking you well how many i mean that was a couple maybe like three years ago because i was still i was dating frank when which was what made it even more ridiculous yeah she asked me like it was like three plus years ago and she like took your phone and got your number texted me from Mm -hmm. your number which freaked me out because then i was like now i can't trust the security not that we were talking about anything but like when you text someone you want to make sure that text is going to that person and and nobody else yeah point of of a fucking text yeah um and then so and i mean she she didn't pretend to be you she immediately said that it was her but i mean it just freaked me out because i had really liked her and i thought that we were cool and that moment right there told me she doesn't trust you she doesn't trust me that's right it's offensive to my character because yeah, I had yeah, never yeah. given her any reason. And also when you <clears throat> when you get back into a relationship after cheating has happened and you you have to decide after you really talk it out and you're like, yes, I want to do this, you have to be trusting. But at the same time, you ended up cheating again. And I'm curious, is it because she was so um, she never really got fully trusting. So you're like, well, I no, guess no, if no, you're going to no. give me shit, I'm going to do it that's anyway. That's me putting it on her. No okay. way. Well, I, well, yeah, no way. I okay. No, no, that's, that has nothing to do with it. Yeah, okay. no, she didn't trust Jonesy because Jonesy wasn't being trustworthy. Right. Exactly. Oh, okay. And yeah. I, I totally don't blame her for that. Yeah. Maybe... Um, I mean, she, I've done the same thing. Yeah. I got, yeah. It, we could argue, hey, she should have fucking manned up and like been like, I'm not going to be with you. I don't trust you. This, yeah, this cannot be fixed. But she's not that type of person. Yeah. She's... You know, and when she when well, when you love so much as much as much as you are yeah. saying that she loved you yeah yeah you don't very, just you, leave very hard. that's yeah. right and, it's almost and impossible she it's... doesn't even know that her parents have been married like 35 years or something she comes from a family they were their first loves and it's like yeah. a totally traditional family and yeah they, she doesn't leaving divorcing she doesn't know that uh, yeah. at all that's not in her mind that's not in her uh, vocabulary yeah. exactly so she would she'll try and make anything work i think Wait, yeah. well, wasn't she engaged or previously married? She was engaged. Didn't try yeah, to make yeah. that work. Yeah. 
I don't know all the details of that. Oh, okay. that you don't? I, don't? I do not know. Really? That's crazy. Okay. I didn't really, I didn't ask. I always find it so interesting when someone who's, in a, when, you, when you're in a relationship and you don't really know like a lot of the details. I know a lot of couples like that though that don't, don't need the details because for me, when I'm getting a relationship, I want to know all. Yeah. I love to know all the old details. Just to see what we're working with. Yeah. I, I'm, I, it doesn't bother me. Yeah. I like to know some, some of those details of too, of course. Um, uh, I would want to know why the marriage didn't work out or the engagement. The engagement, yeah. Well, um, it had something to do with uh, with geography. Um, mm-hmm. She didn't like where he wanted to move. Mm. Um, okay. He bought a okay. house somewhere. So she did where, talk. You did talk about. I know it a, a little, little bit about. That's it. Yeah, that's yeah, all yeah, I'm yeah, interested. Yeah. In. Like that's all I'm curious about. Like, yeah. would you? Were you interested in that information? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. I, I, but you mean you, you? I just you know when you're dating someone and you find out they're divorced, you know, like, hey, so why? Of course, you, you bring that up a little yeah, later. A little later. Yeah, yeah. And I thought she would talk about it more. She never really did. Yeah, okay. and, and I didn't. It's just like a, yeah, sad. I didn't care. Yeah, I, I didn't really. I didn't really care. I don't know why. I guess I just, but I didn't. I'm not saying you should care yeah. at all. It's just you would think that I would have asked more questions about that though, and I didn't. Um, I don't know. It's. A, I think there's just. I don't think it means like you care any more or less. I think there's just two kind of groups of people, like people who want to know all the old stuff, and people who are like, you know what, this is a new relationship, and we're just gonna start from here. Yeah. I don't think yeah. one is necessarily good or yeah. bad. It's just what you, yeah. what how I you have. Are. A, I'm a mix of both of those things, but <laughs> I didn't think to really pry into a divorce. I don't know. To me, a divorce is like that's. Um, well, wait. It was an actual divorce, though. I'm confused. Yeah, it was. A, yeah, it was someone she was with for six years and then married, and six months later, divorced. So that's like almost an annulment, probably. Yeah, I, I think so. Actually, I yeah. think it was. Yeah, an annulment. I do know that she like you know she put a lot of money down with him on a house somewhere and then Damn. And he, but he paid her back he paid her back it took him years and she would get a check every month that's cool and he paid her back that's and awesome full. and i remember the last check he sent was like a big chunk of it like three grand here you go you're done and like we went to dinner and, and uh i was like hey, I take you to dinner I was like, hey that guy's a nice mortgage check. i thought he was a nice guy that's really, I, I, yeah. I never met him it's just I, nice when people live up to their word yeah. yeah. Even if it's legally binding, they yeah. don't necessarily always do that. That's yeah. cool. So that's yeah, very absolutely. respectful. Props to him. And we're, uh, her and I are um, kind of cool now. We're awesome. very cool considering the circumstances. Um, and I'm relieved because I, I. Are you? I thought you weren't talking like a week ago. No, no. Um, I we don't talk often, but like we're on okay terms. She sent me a lot of my stuff from oh, okay. from New York, and then I helped her new. She got a new man that she lives with, yeah, I and I, I helped him get an uh, an. A meeting. Oh, they live together too. Yeah, I helped them get a meeting at you an kids at, a, at a voiceover agency, and uh, and oh, that's nice. Yeah, that's so nice of you. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, because certainly I, we jo- we talked a lot about this, and I was just like, to me, it was so clear that this relationship was so o- so over, and I was just like, you're not being faithful, you're not happy, you're making each other unhappy. Like, at the very least, like if you love this person, just as a human, even if you're not in love with them, just like let her go immediately so yeah. she can go and live her life and have a chance yeah, at yeah, something yeah. new yeah like like because jonesy yeah. had moved to california and was still like having her in new york or slash new jersey with like the hope that he was coming back and i was like you know you're never coming back i know you're never coming back why do i as your good friend know this before you're the person who you're supposed to move into a fucking house with yeah, yeah. yeah. it was pissing me off yeah yeah, yeah. It, I, I needed to hear all those things too and you well, were 100 percent right because well, it was just like it's just like you're in california but you have this safety net on the east coast like yeah. let this woman just just let her go yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. gonna be so much better for both of you of it's just so unfair like i feel yeah. like it just pisses the worst thing people can do uh, is waste each other's time be selfish it's infuriating with them. 
dating. I yeah. hate when people waste my time, yeah. like in a relationship. Like if I just like take the bandaid off. Like if you don't just don't like me, you know this is never going anywhere. Like just tell me it's gonna hurt like oh, so much in that moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it's at least okay. I can immediately move on. Yeah, right. Or right. start moving on. But you understand that that is so hard for people to do. Oh, I understand. You know, you're demanding <clears throat> the almost near impossible. It's not near impossible. Sure, it is. It's you very difficult. A selfish twat. No, I was. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And over time, you know, but you're, you know, to do it. Um, it's quick. hard when you're living together. And yeah. yeah, of course. But I mean, once yeah. you've moved to California. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The, the, I mean, yeah, that, that's, that's unnecessary. <laughs> um, anything else you guys want? We have to wrap. We've been talking for over. Oh, really? Jesus. Yeah. Like 10 no, seconds. We didn't even talk about sex. This is boring. No, we talked about really. Well, I really wanted to get into the psyche. We of talk like about cheating, sex with everyone. You're and... one of my closer friends. We don't, we, we don't really hear that many banging stories. It goes deeper than that, Jonesy. Does it really? It goes deeper than sex. So you like want to hear about my emotions and shit? <laughs> I like hearing about your emotions. So you'd like to hear about my infidelities over there because you want that information. I don't know why. Well, we well, don't I'm talk curious. about that enough, honestly. Yeah. On you don't talk about that? I wish the guys that I, that had cheated on me with uh cheated on me would come on i get why not even having anything to do with wanting to admit that but just like the idea of sharing all of your personal information not mm. you can go under a fake name but no one wants to be vulnerable and talk and you know mm. have it go out to the world but I, so ever, i've really been curious about the mindset of that mm. and is it have anything to do with the lack in the relationship or and do you are you do you feel guilty while you're having sex with the other person you know what i mean yeah like what about um you know what's your stance on monogamy I don't think it's natural, right. but uh, so do you think that's behind it too? Yeah, sure, it probably is. Yeah, yeah, oh, absolutely. that as well. Yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah. Do you know so, how long in our history monogamy's been a thing? Not long. Ten thousand years, roughly. And out of how many years humans? <laughs> how have many been years around? have humans been around? You know, fully developed humans, probably half a million. Okay. Yeah, so 10,000 years. So it like wasn't until little... the invention of agriculture that monogamy even existed. Well, because yeah, that makes new. sense. It's that makes sense late. because marriage was used to trade daughters for land. Right. So that... Marriage... And there we have it, folks. Marriage is a sham. Well, <laughs> well I mean, of course it is. It's a business It's a business deal. And I mean, just like the things that people go through and put themselves through and the things that we've created. And I think even like some things like porn, it's like all these mechanisms and tools and devices and helpers we have to help us stay faithful, religion, all this stuff. That's it's right. like... Uh, if you need this you much need... shit to help you not fuck someone else, you should probably just be fucking someone else. And it's not even <laughs> and like forgo all the shit. So it's like, why are we making these promises that are that are so fucking hard to keep to people that we love instead of being open to the people we love and then just treating them, you know, nicely With respect. and openly and honestly. Yeah. Instead of making some promise that's never gonna. Yeah. And I think ninety percent of humanity does that. Mm -hmm. Well, look at um monogamy is very much tied into um consumerism and until oh, yeah. until that bond is broken or until you know uh open relationships like you say and complete honesty is something that can be uh sold in a store or on a commercial or on a fucking sales ad it's never gonna happen mm -hmm. there's so much money tied up in monogamy yeah you know what i mean well you even get i mean just that's even, a really good point you get tax breaks of if course. you get married yeah tax breaks if you get married taxes for I mean, a single person are so much higher than taxes for a miracle you get the, a literal here's literal an incentive, incentive for you to, yeah to settle down with that's one person so weird. and yeah. have a family plan on verizon yeah and buy a two cars instead of it's one the government saying hey yeah. Hey, you did a great job go to the treasure chest right. like it's weird Ooh. it's, it's totally weird, weird. and it only 
somewhere. came about very recently. Prior to agriculture, we were a nomadic tribal uh, humanity that engaged in orgiastic practices. Well, Greek mythology and sure. stuff is all stories of... Yeah, these are hints of a past... Uh, sexual configuration that once existed and that was very very appropriate for the time because the tribes were smaller and um, and it led to group cohesion because when you can't trace the lines of paternity mm. um, then they're not my children they're our children so mm, it's a group yeah. that's there it's our kids and it was a very bonding thing uh, having a group group sex and group children when you can't trace the lines of maternity so now that ends with the invention of agriculture they stop being tribes they overpopulate then they each get their own little house then there's um surplus becomes so now you have my grains my hut and then it leads to my woman Mm. you know and i now i need my knife to defend people from my i need shit. my kid to help yeah. me clean up now, my shit and then women become a piece of women become another my that's yeah. exactly what happened and the I marriage mean, ceremony is a it's the it's father giving the girl away a piece of property it's, it's yeah it's vulgar i've always it's why i'll never get married when i learned that that was the history of marriage oh, when yeah. it was originally because all these traditions and you you look back at the roots and you're like fuck that's fucked and we're all still doing it with smiles on our faces Ridiculous. and cousin lisa and aunt paula we're all here and we're all smiling as the dad gives the girl away right. and no one yeah. knows why we're doing this but that's we right. were but everyone uh generations before us did it so that means we're sure. gonna do it we learned to get excited about it when we were mm -hmm. little kids and here we are walking down the aisle with our dad because i want to be given away by my father because right. i love that man so much right. and i and i understand that because i love my dad but <laughs> yeah. i I don't I don't not get it being given away like right. let's call bullshit on that like well, let's more people call bullshit on that because I'm not well, being given away right. but the thing is I'm I also mine. think the, when you think about it, I'm I, yeah I don't think monogamy is natural but the the idea of wanting to be or even being able to be with the same person for your whole life it's it's a very like romantic notion of course and so it, it you know it'd be great like i would love if i could want to be with the same person so it's like i think we all want to believe that that exists and then also we are special enough to be the, enough for one person i wonder if what happened is marriage was this black and white you the dad decides who the daughter's going to marry based on the the son the mm -hmm. guy's property or inheritance or whatever the fuck's going on with his family and then as society progressed everyone started to maybe call bullshit on it so we all romanticized the wedding and turned it into this lovey-dovey hearts fest mm -hmm. with doves flying out of your ass as a and distraction as a distraction yep. from what's actually happening absolutely oh my god guys yeah, yeah. we just I, my mind is blown my mind yeah. is blown you In just blew your own mind i blew my <laughs> own mind you can do it I think, uh, do you think the younger generations are getting more hip to this and they're starting yes. to get married later and some of them are just oh, deciding yeah, against yeah, I, mean, I think that's fantastic, by the way. On the coast, yeah. So great. Yeah, it's so great. It's like so great. I think the deterioration of any institution like marriage is, is wonderful. a positive thing. Yeah, I agree. Anything the government has its fingers in that limits <laughs> our freedom is fucked up and should be. Uh, yeah, of course it shouldn't. But it's also then it's then it's also then you go on Tinder, Tinder and you just get so fucking sad. But when people, <clears throat> yeah, and that's true. And it, you kind of. Feel, I think there's a middle ground. I think we're kind of going in the other direction a little too hardcore now. You think so? Because it's just like no one really wants to commit to anything and you're like oh let's just run around fucking each other and like everything is, everything is kind of like a little bit meaningless it's, we live in a very like shallow society right now well when yeah. i feel like people say i love my marriage like what you mean is you love your relationship with the person that you're <laughs> yeah, with yeah. you know what i mean and but putting the word marriage on it makes it like well maybe in five years when you start not loving your marriage it's such mm -hmm. a bigger than you idea that you don't want to get out of it 
sure. that you're 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 too much of a pussy to get out of it but rightfully so because all this pressure has been put on you and it's like i'm not equating marriage to being abused but if someone was <laughs> abused no i'm serious if someone was sexually, like how someone sexually assaulted and they feel like there's so much weight put on them and they don't want to come forward and talk about it, mm-hmm. it there that that's the thing in the psyche the same mm-hmm. the same part of the psyche that says i'm just gonna keep going with this you know not keep getting abused, but keep it secret, like not mm-hmm. being honest and coming forward with this is what happened or this is how I feel about you. This is actually how I feel about you. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Well, I don't yeah. know. Like, I, hate, I hate the idea of marriage, but I don't hate the idea of being with the same person. Yeah. You know, that's not what I hate. Yeah. Mm. This was a really progressive <laughs> talk. You guys. I like that we got all deep at the end. Like that. I know. Well, we, have have to, we have to with you, Jonesy. With me? You don't yeah. get that deep? Come on. No, you no. We have to get that deep because it is you. Yeah. Oh, because it's me. Well, yeah, flatter. Of yeah, of course. I was worried we wouldn't get deep. No, You're very insightful. Deep. I mean, we yeah. could get so much deeper, but well, totally. that's for episode two. <laughs> <laughs> um, where can we find you online? Um, Twitter and Instagram at Funny Jones. Funny Jones. Funny Boy. Jones. One word. See him in Los Angeles. Yeah, I'm in. Please. Come by for a hookah. Yeah, just come by his house. Come by his apartment. We'll give you the address. <laughs> Guys, this has been another rousing episode of Guys We Fucked, the anti slut shaming podcast. Thanks so much for listening. I don't care that you smell like rats. Cover your grotesque head with hats. I love you. Dimensional face like a boy of boot, you're the opposite of two.